The Bartender Ramp Podcast is powered by CIC Powerbox, your all-in-one portable power solution for commercial and residential projects, roadside assistance, or personal recreation. Call us at 802-468-7697 or visit CICPowerbox.com. CIC Powerbox, wherever you go, go with power. Welcome to the Bartender Rant Podcast. I am your host, Steve Haley, and I am here again from the Bergwant Mansion, all alone, stumbling over my words. My voice is hoarse. It's been a long weekend, and I am in full-on recovery mode. I lost my phone Saturday night. Um, I would like to say that this is a new thing, but I think we're on phone 26 in my storied career. So, classic, classic clumsiness and just uh, general stupidity on my part. Don't know where it is. Starting with a new one today, I'm a little bit ornery, but I'm not as ornery as your favorite co-host, Michael Windsor. How you doing, my friend? Feeling prickly over there, aren't we? Oh, no, it's, you know, it's zen. It's Nirvana. Oh, is it? This is your version of Nirvana? Do you also (laughs) rage scream when you do yoga? I don't know what you're talking about. Some of the noises over there have been sounding like you've been taken in the ass from a wildebeest. I've been concerned. That's nice. Real classy, Steve. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Kuna Matata, right? No, I'm um, doing good, buddy. How, how are you doing? It's good to see I'm, you. I'm okay. I'm in better spirits. I um, uh, Just very quickly, I know you have an important thing to share with the people for the What's New, but I did want to just share some good news on my part. I have officially left my day job, quit, and taken a new job. I'm starting a new gig, and I cannot say it enough. I'm thrilled. I'm over the moon. Um, I've been happier in the last three weeks of this new job than I was in the last 18 months of, uh, you know, being stuck working from home in this little box. So cheers to me, Michael. Yeah. Cheers, and, buddy. I'm glad to hear that. And, and a new horizons on the career front, yeah. which will hope hopefully allow me a lot more flexibility and time to promote this pod, work on this pod and bring it to you. Wonderful, beautiful sons of bitches out there across this great land. All you bar flies, but, um, Mike, what's new, what's going on? Yeah, so obviously we try and keep it pretty light every time we do this, but Steve and I were looking at our analytics on our RSS feed because we're uh, businessmen. And uh, by but... we, Mike means him because I don't know how to do that. But <laughs> No, but we were just looking at some of our uh, analytics on, you know, kind of how our plays are going and all that kind of stuff to just, you know, get some feedback. And there's a, there's a map that shows you downloads by location. And we were really surprised to see that we actually had some downloads in kiev and in, in ukraine and uh right now you know it's uh it's april what 4th 2022 so that that whole terrible situation is, is going on over there and um i don't, honestly i don't really know what what the words are because it's it, what's happening in ukraine right now is so incredibly terrible yeah. and um when we saw that we had potentially some listeners um from kiev and i don't know how accurate all that information is but if we do have any uh ukrainian listeners or anyone still in ukraine uh we just want to let you know that our hearts go out to you yeah um you know Absolutely. um one of my good friends that i play D D with he's he's from kiev and he's a good friend Oleg, over there. who's uh yeah. who's a passionate listener of the show and has deep family roots in in ukraine and in kiev and he lives over here in the states he's fantastic guy and um it's been really i don't know disheartening to see how you know he's taken it and and you know i think he feels blessed to be in such a great position to be 
um, away from all the violence right now, but obviously has a lot of people that he loves over there. And Mike, you know, I'm going to just resound what Mike just said. Uh, our hearts really go out to everybody in that country and people in the neighboring countries around Europe. I think, Mike, you're right. I don't have the words either to say the perfect poetic thing. I'm just going to say this. God damn, I feel lucky every day waking up as an American and not uh, sometimes having to deal with um, the repercussions of, of having borders with, you know, a psychopath like Putin. You know, yeah, I, it, I, it really does put things in perspective. We, and we take know. that for granted a little too often. Absolutely. So obviously if anybody's uh, following us on socials, you've seen that we have done not very much, um, but wanted to stand in solidarity with uh, some of the listeners who are supporting us and change the logo colors to the Ukrainian flag. And Mike actually did find uh, another little tidbit out about mm-hmm. this uh, story that has a brighter note to it. So, Mike, I mean, share that about the bar that you, you heard about in Kiev that's still rocking and rolling. Yeah, so we wanted to do a shout-out to the Buena Vista Music Bar, uh, which was one of uh, Kiev's most popular cocktail venues. And uh, as far as I know, I, this story was re- you know reported maybe a week or so ago, but that bar has not shut down. And it's become this, ha- this haven for military personnel, uh, press, and civilians to be able to come in and still find a little bit of community and a place where they can, you know, get back to their humanity a little bit and, and kind of get a reprieve from everything that's going on in that country right now. Yeah. And I just, we just want to give them a shout out that is so incredible. And I think it is so telling of, you know, the bar industry and how deeply rooted, rooted it is, you know, in communities, because even Absolutely. in a, a terrible time like this, when, when there's so much strife going on, having that place where you can go and kind of feel human and reconnect with somebody for a little bit, it's, it's absolutely necessary. So big shout out once again, that is the Buena Vista Music Bar. <clears throat> and Steve and I, like we said, we haven't done anything. Hell, if, if we can make <laughs> you laugh a little bit, that we're, we're thrilled. But seriously, something that you listeners, you could do while you're listening to this, uh, get on Google and go and uh, give them a review. Give them five stars and, you know, just tell them that you're thinking about them. You know That'd what I mean? And, yeah, uh, they're trying to they're trying to bit, bring a little bit of community to uh, a really tough situation. So cheers to the Buena Vista Music Bar. Yeah, cheers. Um, and everybody uh, in Kiev, whether you're listening or not, um, we love you guys and hope you're doing well. Um, I'm going to seamlessly transition now from that heartfelt uh, extension of our support to uh, some show updates. We're going to be really quick about this because a lot of listeners have been writing in, have been DMing us and saying, listen, the intros, they're too long. Get us to the guests. Steve, we hate your voice. <laughs> Mike doesn't talk enough, but we hate how much he talks in the intro. You know, they say these sorts of things. And so I'm just going to get speedy right through these from now on, and, and we will get better. Just um, get on with it, man. So thank you for listening <laughs> along. Thank you for drinking along. It, we love that you support the show, and we love the community we're building. Please subscribe, rate, and review, especially on Spotify and Apple Pod. That will drive us up the charge and spread us around to more great listeners and more great bartenders. Follow us on social media, DM us, interact, and see all the cool things we got going on in there, like Industry Night Happy Hour, which comes up the first Monday of every month. Um, Always, please support us if you can. Uh, We got the great merch page, and you can leave us a tip on PayPal. Um, We do this because we love you guys, and we want to build this community. And if you support us, we're going to shout out your name on an episode and shout out your favorite drink or cocktail. So without further ado, here is the show. We're going to get right into it. We have Hope Hines, and she has brought with us a very classy, classy Sauvignon Blanc, the Australian Kim Crawford. Strap on your seatbelts. 
right, guys, we are here with Hope Hines. She's brought Sauvignon Blanc from the wonderful vineyard, Kim Crawford. How you doing, Hope? Hello, how are you doing? Fantastic. Thank you for being so patient as Mike and I rambled there. She She's seen me drunk multiple times, so I think she knew what she was getting into. I think I was well prepared in what I was going to get myself into this evening. That, now, are that's we, good. Are we okay to use your name? Oh, yeah, that's okay. fine. Okay. Everybody I, always thinks that Hope is a fake name anyways, so I think I'm good to go. You right, also have the great alliteration name, the double H there, which is, is always very strong. It reminds me of like something out of an Oscar Wilde book or, or Dickens or something. It's just got a very, um, very kind of like, a, uh, what's the right word, syllabic uh, tone to it, like an old, um, damn, I'm losing my train of thought, but like old, <laughs> old time writing. I don't know. Yeah. I always really liked it. My sisters, um, my mom did it for both of my sisters too. So then when I had my son, his is alliterated as well. Nice. It's oh, just that's like, beautiful. it's catchy. It's something that you remember, you know? Did you ever doodle in school? Did you ever doodle your two initials? Because the double H is going to be a fun one to, to come up with some, some sweet ass like personal logos for. You know, it's pretty easy to do. I will say. And then my middle initial is an R, so it's Ooh, okay. there's, it's some good ones. It's some H-R. good ones there. Okay, nice. Nice. Well, thank you for coming on. What what was the real motivator? I mean, I know Mike has been uh, kind of chopping at that tree trying to see if you'd come on and join us for a while now. What what really convinced you to, to join the show? Well, our mutual friend, I don't know if I should name yeah, him. You can say, he, he, he was like, no, you can name me. So our mutual friend Nico is like one of the regulars at the bar that I work at right now in Pittsburgh. And he was the one that was first like, you should do the podcast. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll think about it. But I don't know. I'm always into into trying new things. I'm a Sagittarius. So I'm like always yes. looking for something to do, you know. <laughs> so am I. So am I. What's Hell your birthday? Yeah. All, all three of us are. Oh, wow. This is a, this is great. This is perfect. <laughs> I, are, are three Sagittariuses allowed to be uh, left unsupervised? I don't think so. At the same time, I don't think that this is probably not going to end well. You know? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think it could be worse than the episode that we just released uh, with Nick Gann or a few weeks ago that we released with Nick Gann where we absolutely got belligerent and fell apart but we'll see i mean sagittarius uh seem to be pretty good at getting i only got two bottles of wine so (laughs) it's just one for you just for two two for yourself is that right mike yeah um (laughs) just remember we got another slap bag coming um all right well uh hope i i don't want to waste too much time why don't you tell us a little bit about why you chose kim crawford the sauvignon blanc and picked that uh for tonight you know it's probably just like one of my favorite wines and I'm not a huge wine drinker. So anything that's like this dry, I don't know, this flavor profile, like sour beers or like dry wine like this is just like one of my favorite flavors. And there's a lot of people who don't like it. It's a very much acquired taste. Like, okay. I've always particularly enjoyed the zesty quality of a Sauvignon Blanc because it's got, you know, a lot of them have apricot or, you know, fresh kiwi or lime notes or citrus notes, and it's it's a great wine to cook with. We were we were kind of jawed about that before the show, but yeah. it ha- it's very refreshing. It's great summertime wine, and as the heat starts to descend around Baltimore, I'm very happy to kind of mix it up. We've been doing a lot of cocktails and a lot of beers, so this is a wonderful change of pace. Yeah, this um, is the, is yeah it, the first time we featured wine on the show. Absolutely, yeah. Is this your go to when you go out as well, or is this just like at home relaxing? you know, pouring a glass of wine. 
Absolutely not. I think I told him when <laughs> I think I told him when he asked what drink I wanted to do. I was like, we can do wine because it'll probably get me talking. But like wine is this is the wine that I only drink when I'm like sitting chilling at home. Because okay, good. Yeah. Well, how that conversation actually went was I was like, you know, pick a drink, and and you know, I said, well, you know, we always buy the ingredients, and she says, oh, well, then it's going to be a really nice wine. <laughs> that's calm fair. down. Yeah. Calm that's down. Fair. <laughs> so the people, our listeners, don't even know. Uh, uh, the treat that is happening right now, R- hope right off the bat is uh, is being vulnerable and welcoming you, welcoming you guys into her chill. This is this is hope's this is hope's happy place. She's got her Kim Crawford wine. She's relaxing on a couch. You know, she's just gonna cut it up a little bit, which I think is very cool. So, yep. um, so cheers, 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 very guys. Zen. Pink. That is delicious. Um, well. Usually, this is the time where we ask our guests to ex- assemble the drink, and I, I share a little bit of background, a little bit of history of the cocktail, but I'm just going to kind of steal the reins and quickly tell the people a little bit about Kim Crawford Wines. You know, I'd always thought Kim Crawford was a lady because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that too until yeah. just now. So. Apparently, the name, <laughs> the name Kim is more common than people think for uh, men in Australia. And New Zealand. So uh, Kim, Craw- uh, Kim Crawford and his wife, Erica, uh, started the vineyard in 1996 uh, in New Zealand. And it is so cool how they did it. They did it like um, uh, like hipster co-op style. They outsourced everything. So they, they went farm to farm all around New Zealand, purchasing the grapes and leasing production space. So, you know, they buy you know, five cartons of grapes from one farmer and 10 from another. And it was truly like a grassroots locally sourced story from for them to get to the point of actual production and to actually, you know, produce and store the wine. At times, they, they had multiple different storage points at people's farms, at their own farm, which I love. It, it strikes me as a very much um, a passion project, kind of like this Listen. podcast for Mike and I. And something that grew out of a lot of neighborly uh, kindness, like other people in the community who, yeah, maybe they were, you know, making a few bucks off those deals. But truly what it was, um, was local farmers being willing to sell a small amount of product so this couple could get their dream off the ground. And um, it's really cool. You know, they've become one of the quintessential wines that people think of when they think of Australian wines. Um, They were one of... the the kind of big wave of Sauvignon Blancs to put Australian wines on the map. Um, obviously, now you have all the different spice Syrahs and Zinfandels that we really know from the Australian region. But it's such a great success story. These these two worked hard at this. They grew this uh, business to an international brand, and they have now sold it to Constellation Beverage for over $60 million. Oh, so damn. from grassroots... To high rolling wine moguls, bravo, Kim and Erica Crawford. Cheers to you! Yeah, and thank cheers. you for this delicious Love to drink. See it. All right, Hope. I'm gonna turn the hot seat on you. Let's talk about your hustle, okay? Because I know you got some hustle in you too. Um, <laughs> of course. So we always like to start off with the drinkin', which is like our version of LinkedIn for the industry, right? So tell us about how you first ever got into the service business, some of the positions you've held, right? Not even all of them, but just some of the different types of positions you've held. 
and then uh, where you are now if you're still uh, working in the service business. So this is going to start off immediately illegal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Protect the innocent and the guilty hope. Uh, well, this, you know, this bar is closed now, so I think, I think it'll be okay. Um, Good, okay. So when I was 19 in like one of the first college towns that I lived in, um, I went out to the bar with like some of my friends and the owner of the bar came up to me and was like, you want a job? And I was like, hell yeah. And he was like, you're 21? And I was like, mm, yeah, because I was obviously in there <laughs> underage drinking. Right. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm definitely 21. And so the next day I was like, I'm just going to go up there. And I went up there and I was like, so I'm actually not 21, just so you know. And he still hired me and I was immediately their head bartender. Uh, underage and though. Underage. And you didn't have any experience. <clears throat> underage, no experience um, bar. I've worked in food and beverage my entire life. Like I started off at the little cafe down the street here, busing, yeah. well, busing tables. Yeah, and just so so the train just went by, which is a perfect segue here. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's an all drink. So yes, know, on, on, on this show, anytime the train comes by, we do an yeah. all drink. So we're in Asbury, Missouri. I had no idea. Uh, Hope grew up just around this area. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. So, uh, it, it's, it, I feel like even though uh, the plains is so spread out, it feels like y'all know each other uh, from no, states no, away. That no, you're gonna we run really into don't. <laughs> it was a, it was very much a coincidence. Like my family beef cattle farm is here. Like this is, this is where I have okay. grown up. And so you have some, funny. you have some like food production roots too. Like it sounds like they, that it was a working farm for a while too. Yeah so, yeah, so we um we still have all of our cattle and everything. We actually have a I'm gonna I'm gonna plug my family meat store yeah, right do now, it, guys. Do it. So we have a meat store in Joplin, Missouri. It's J Bar H meat store and it's farm to table, like everything is straight from our farm and um we sell Akahushi like Japanese beef which is like wow. the high end is, like, that like, is it similar to Kobe in some ways it's like similar to Wagyu, Wagyu. If you've, Wagyu yeah, sure. yeah so um, very high end beef and you know it's all from right here in Asbury that's amazing Missouri. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, I, to do a little family family store no, plug real quick <laughs> no honestly I thought that was so cool because we'll get into it but you've been you bartended in you know Colorado and everything yeah else. I so, just moved back from Colorado I've, yeah. I've kind of been been around everywhere and back yeah. so awesome. it was just interesting awesome. to find out that she was she lived you know grew up just right down the road from where we're recording this right now so nice what, little what are the odds right yeah, um, yeah exactly so you first ever started in the restaurant business at this cafe what was the cafe called because i always uh, love i always love the roots right that first ever job in the business for me it was manny's family restaurant this shitty little pizza joint in a shopping mall wedged between a giant and a um what was it called? Like a Planet Fitness or something like that. It was terrible, um, but I loved it. I love that job. So, what was the cafe? Yeah, so it's it was right by the train tracks. Very like very Kansas, Missouri picturesque scene setting. It's called Stewart's Cafe. Okay. Super super small. I mean, there were maybe like ten tables in there, okay. and very like, homey the bar place, stools. Like. Oh yeah, super homey. 
And actually, there's a place across the street now, because Stewart's Cafe is closed, there's a place across the street now called Cowboy Bob's that mm-hmm. has, like, the exact same menu. They've tried to, like, emulate the same okay. kind of thing, but yeah. not exactly the same. No, they've, been, <laughs> so, they've so, like, opened and then closed. They, and yeah, then but they're reopened now, so. Ah, they're, it's one yeah. of these, like, will they, won't they situations. Yeah. Yes. Will they stay in business, won't they? Um, yeah, you never know. So, what position did you have there? What was what was kind of that first foray in the restaurant business? That's, this is also again illegal. Um, <laughs> Fantastic! I'm Maybe sensing a theme. Is, yeah, yeah. I, this might just be a theme for the rest of the podcast. Um, I was bussing tables there um, when I was eleven. Ooh, just like for cash. Yeah, twelve, eleven. I was. That's yeah, a low number. Did you know? Did you know somebody that, like, did you know the owners? Like, is it a family yeah, friend type it's, of thing? I mean, it's literally the cafe that, like, I went to my entire life. Like, I see. We, so <laughs> so you were you were basically a daughter of the cafe, more or less. Yeah, pretty much. Like, that's, that's where we would go every day um especially like after we would work cattle or anything like all of the all of the ranch hands and everybody would go in there and pack the whole place so huh? that's pretty cool I, yeah. I, I dig that it's like the you know it's kind of like the local watering hole or at least a place to sit down and relax and get a bite to eat after a hard day's work so well yeah, I, cool. I also mike how many times have we done this on the show where the bartending portion of the career starts with a lie and I think yeah. Hope might <laughs> Hope might be the first person that actually like went back and corrected that lie and was like, "Hey, listen, I feel bad that I, I lied to you last night. The only reason I did is because I was drinking illegally in your establishment at the time. <laughs> I didn't want to get kicked out. I didn't want to out myself. I was having yeah, fun right. drinking. Are you allowed to just plead the fifth right right then and there? Excuse me, sir. I'm gonna yeah. run away now. But, uh, no, I just I committed to the lie until the next day when I was like, mm, I'm at some point going to have to fill out paperwork. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they make you the head bartender, but it sounds like I mean, it sounds like you have some like natural restaurant skill. Maybe it's just being in that environment from a very young age. You know, bartending is a lot like dancing, you know, finding finding kind of the rhythm behind the bar and how that bar operates. Right. And then just like yeah. riding that out. And so. I can see somebody who grew up working on a farm where it's like in the morning, we got to set these things up and we have to feed these animals in this schedule, in this certain way, very regimented. That is a lot of what you do behind the scenes as a bartender. It's stocking, it's cleaning, it's tearing it down, it's setting it up the exact same way every single day. So I can see maybe you just had kind of that kind of hustle on you. Yeah, I think it's a lot of just like the work ethic that yeah. like my dad instilled in me. Like that's pretty much the main reason that I started like working at the cafe in the first place was because my dad was like, "Oh, you need to have a job and make." You're sure 11 years old, by God! It's time to get out there. <laughs> well, it's honestly. God damn it, I, Hope! It's time for you to get off the payroll. This is getting <laughs> out of control. I honestly think it's because you know he, like he started out with no money at all. Yeah. I mean, with when he was little and he's pretty much built his empire and he's got a couple different businesses and all that. So he was big on the, like not giving me everything just handed down. And I I really work for everything. (laughs) I really admire that. My, my dad, my dad was dirt poor. I mean, like growing up, you know, he, he had single mom. It's the fifties and the sixties. She's raising three boys and a girl and also trying to support her mother. I mean, they were tight. And, and my dad was the same, same way. You know, I remember him telling me as a kid, I remember being like 12, 13, doing yard work with him and complaining. 
and he would remind me how he had to hitchhike to his job at the steel mill. And yeah. uh, when he was he sixteen, walk, right? Walk, walk up, yeah, walk uphill both yeah. ways. Walk uphill yeah. both ways, yeah. In a blizzard, yeah, holding yeah. just a, a, yeah. a hot but potato, which was your lunch. Yeah, there is it. something to be said um, of a parent who gives you that. You don't know it at the time, especially when you're young. Yeah. But that work ethic is a gift, man. I remember oh, getting I used to, the, to hate it. Uh, I remember getting to the end of college and and knowing kids in my life that had never had a job before, not one. And being yeah. 18, 19, 20 years old and life hitting them like a Mack truck coming out of school because they just they just no one ever held them to like a standard of you. Need, not even just you need to go get a job. You got to work around the house. You got to do chores. Nothing. So I, I'm sure you look back on that as a blessing now. Oh, yeah. It's definitely appreciated now. Um, back when he bought me a clunker of a car for my 16th birthday, not so much. But <laughs> I'll forgive him. Builds character. Makes you stronger. Builds character. Yeah, for sure. Well, so so you did a little bit of bartending at this college bar. Uh, did, have yeah. you kind of bounced around any other bars since then? Are you still working at this joint? I don't know if I would call it a college bar. It was, okay. Since it's closed, I'll name it. It was called Caesar's Dance Hall, and it was in Yikes. Coffeeville, Kansas, which is like a JUCO, JUCO college. So we're not talking like very much college town. Like I, I had a lot of the um, locals more than the college kids. Ah, I see. Yeah, um, but it was it's, a it's, lot of fun. This is the other Caesar's Palace, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Not the one in I Vegas. mean, I actually used to make most of my money there off of betting the guys that I could outride them on the mechanical bull. Ah, that was play. like my main hustle there. And they <laughs> underestimated you. They didn't know they you did. were, they uh, had no idea. They know you were the farmer's daughter, right? No, that's, they that's had the no clue. Ah, I love that. See, I, you, you truly are Sagittarius because that's oh, some yeah. sneaky ass shit. Hope oh, that's some hustle. That's some underhanded sly <laughs> bullshit right there. And oh, I yeah. dig it. I, I like that. Um, I mean, we're talking a bunch of bunch of Kansas dudes that are like, "Oh, I've been bull riding my right. whole life. Yeah. There's no <laughs> right, way right. not riding me on the bull." Yeah. I mean, I made them eat their words. What can I say? Put them in their place. I love it, and dr- it, probably not spilling a drop of Kim Crawford while you're rocking Absolutely up there. Absolutely not. That's amazing. Um, so you have you kind of exclusively bartended since then? Have you bounced around serving and bartending? Yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, going to Colorado. Yeah, some of the- you said you were down in Colorado Springs area, and yeah, so from um, Caesars, pa- Caesars Palace Number Two, I did <laughs> move to Colorado Springs from there, and gorgeous. The town. first place I actually was like about this close to working at one of the like worst strip clubs in Colorado Springs when I moved there. It was called Deja Vu, and it was like. The, oh no! That's a you made a great decision on the it name alone. <laughs> yeah, no, it was horrible. It was no bad, bad place. Um, but I actually ended up working, and I kind of, you know, I kind of left this place on bad terms. But I'm still gonna name them. Um, I love it at <laughs> at Cheyenne Mountain Resort, and it's like the Country Club of Colorado too. So it's like yeah. right under Cheyenne Mountain, and like NORAD is right there too. Yeah. But yes, the the air talking... base, the the naval uh, um, air force base, right? Yeah. The, acronym is like uh, North American Aerospace Defense, right? Yeah, something crazy. Um, But that place was a lot of fun. A lot of of bougie people. I probably made the most money there. We had a lot of like conferences and stuff. High rollers, Um, sure. Yeah, so I mean it was fun while it lasted but I feel like I belong in 
I belong in a darkly lit, dirty bar. <laughs> I love, yes, yes. Thank you for saying it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so what what brought you back? Did you come right back to Kansas from Colorado? Did you um, bartend anywhere else? I bartended at. So when I left there, I went to this place that's owned by the guy that owns like a bunch of the skate cities in Colorado. And he had like a hockey arena, but it had a bar in it too. So skate city is that like a, a hockey? Like a, well, like well, a roller like, rink, it's right? It's like roller skating. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a like roller, roller skating. Sure. We call so this, out here on the East Coast it's skate land. We got skate yeah, land everywhere. Skate yeah. land, it's skate skate city there. <laughs> so um, they had like the ho- they had one that was like a hockey arena too. Hold and on, they had a bar in it. I, I have to interrupt you again. I just realized something. Isn't it weird? That I'm from like the East Coast where there are all, all these metropolitan cities and we call it skate land. Like almost as if we're longing for wide open spaces. <laughs> right. And and, and and Kansas and Missouri calls it and Colorado calls it skate city. See, I think I think ours was uh just a roller rink. It's yeah, like roller love, city but... or something like that. Yeah. I know roller I don't city, think it was a chain or anything. I think it was just it was just a roller rink. It's all behind <laughs> it's all shut down and it's out behind Walmart now. So. <laughs> Um, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So there, there was a bar inside this hockey rink you were saying? Yeah, so it was upstairs there, and um, when he first brought me on, I was, like, just their bar manager, and it was fun. They had, like, a little, um, like, food stand. What do they call those at, like, ballparks and stuff? Like, concession stand. concession stand, yeah. yeah. Concession stand. They had, like, one of those in there, and I don't know. He just eventually, like, had fired, like, their general manager got fired for like serving some kid underage beer and shit like that. So he eventually like asked me to take over everything. And um, then I got pregnant. So I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. So I ended up leaving there. Yeah. That would definitely, would, that would mess with your, uh, your, your bull riding hustle as well. It did. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have messed with my bull riding hustle. That's right. Especially yes. if, especially if it's on ice, it's just not the same. It's not the same surface, not conducive to roping and riding and all that good stuff. But you also probably don't want to be on your feet when you're pregnant for 12, 15 hours a shift. Yeah. I will tell you, in my storied service career, um, I've seen more than a few uh, very, very tough and and determined ladies uh, pregnant out on the floor hustling, making money. And, and serving tables, and I got to tell you, my hats off to them every time because I'm always blown away that that they have the resolve to do that. I would be such a little pain in the ass if I got pregnant. <laughs> oh, my it's God. It's crazy. I, I mean, would be letting – To be fair, I was working like 17-hour days for a long time, and I was like, uh, I just don't think I can do this anymore. But it's – yeah, there's people who um, who work till they literally pop. Yeah, floor. it's insane. Like, that shit's crazy. The idea that men are tougher than women is a uh, yeah. complete Fallacy. and absolute farce. It I, I imagine mind. your tips would go up though, and you'd have an extra place to set another plate. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. You can balance you, like one or two beer glasses on. A, you have it her, depends on how far along you are. You have her carrying <laughs> plates. She's the expo. They got her on expo because she's got the extra surface area. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Like an extra hands. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Hope, I appreciate you giving us like some of that background. I, mean, I know we're going to yeah. get into a, more of it uh, with the questions, but before we kind of jump into the gauntlet, which is the main part of the show, where are you now? Are you still in the service business? 
I am. Okay. What kind of halfway? <laughs> so, so what? What are you doing? What uh, position? Um. So I still am bartending. Bartending. I'll, I'll cool. Plug, I'll plug the the local the local spot as well where I've met your lovely co-host. <laughs> yeah, um, please do. Currently, Tell the I'm bartending in Pittsburgh, Kansas, which is another college town at Jolly Fox Brewery. Yeah, so, shout out oh, to Jolly okay. Fox. Shout out to Jolly Fox Brewery. If so, you happen to be anywhere close in the area, come see me and I will make fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, Mike, Mike's brother, Morgan, actually took me there for dinner. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Well, you I, missed me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a time or two back, but now that we're friends, next time I come yeah. out to Kansas, we'll, we'll do this right and we'll come and... Uh, um, we'll be belligerent Sagittarius is in your bar and, but don't worry, you'll get a good tip out of it. All right. Yeah, don't, yeah, she gives it, she gives it right back. So. Oh, I'm, I do, sure. Yeah. I'm sure. What you don't know about me, uh, is I'm impervious to insults, especially when I'm getting that he's, intoxicated. He's, he's soft and billy. I don't know inside. about that. I'm very good at giving insults. I, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I hate myself more than uh, anybody else could. So especially after losing my phone this weekend. Um, yeah. all right. This is not about me. This is about you, Hope. Okay, and you need to you need to remind yourself of that every episode. I should, you know, what? <laughs> Mike. It's not just every episode. Every ten seconds, I I have it written on the inside of my palm. I tattooed it there, and it's I just I just look you. down. and I say it's not about you. No, I'm just kidding. you're not I'm the only kidding. one that gets to talk, Stephen. Um, no, uh, Hope. Here we go. This is what the show is all about. Uh, many uh, a man and woman have tried. Some have succeeded. Some have not been able to conquer the gauntlet, but I believe that you can. So, are you ready? I sure hope so. Oh, oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. All right, Shut here's the down. fucking Shut gauntlet. It down. <laughs> Shut it Cut it off. Cut it uh, off. <laughs> Kick her out. All right. Without further ado, this is The Gauntlet. All right, Hope, we have made it to the top ten. Let's see how you do. Question number one, pet peeves and misconceptions. These can be about your coworkers, the patrons, or anything just in general that people don't understand about the service business. You know, honestly, I think everybody should have to work at least like one just absolutely busy balls to the wall in the weeds night in a service industry position and then mm. i think they would respect everybody else in the world just a little bit <laughs> not not just in the service industry just, just everyone world, else in the world period yeah like oh. people people would be a lot more respectful I think. yeah yeah <laughs> we we talk about it on the show all the time we we've always said that um you're not we there should be a rule that you're not allowed to go out to eat without a card that says that you've worked in a restaurant for two weeks. You have to earn yeah. your, your like restaurant. Like a driver's license. Basically, yes. It's <laughs> yeah, your restaurant, restaurant license. license. <laughs> um, I like it. And maybe Mike, maybe we should print those and, and people yeah. can tally up uh, their, their service industry time. But no, I love that one. You know, uh, that's one we always keep coming back to. I got I to gotta pin you down a little bit because I want to I wanna tease out a bit more nuance here. Okay. Um, what is it? Uh, that you think people miss the most when when they're not understanding that side of the restaurant business. And I'll try to clarify. So if they worked in a restaurant for two weeks, what would 
what would they experience? Like, yeah, what's the biggest lesson that they would take yeah, away? Yeah, like what would they really take away about treating others in that two weeks that they were in the business? I think it's just like the humility, honestly. Like, mm. I, like it's, I mean, when you're in that position, sometimes like even like if the kitchen is what's backed up and messing you up, like sometimes you're just the face mm-hmm. of like delivering disappointment to people. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think people are very bad about like taking their aggressions out on other people in their lives. And a yeah. lot of times that happens to be their servers, <laughs> or their bartenders or people who work in retail. Um, I think it's just people view them as lower for some reason, because they are offering that service to you, they almost feel like it's they're entitled to it. And yeah. I would like them to realize that they're not entitled to it. It's a service that we are offering because we enjoy being in that position and doing that for people. But people take advantage of it sometimes. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And well it's also played. like they don't they don't understand the ecosystem. And you kind of hit it on the head at first, <laughs> right? Like they're getting mad at their server. They don't yeah. know that we've been back ordered on something and that's why the kitchen doesn't have it. And yeah. that, you know, the, that wasn't relayed to the server. So the server rang it in and now they're correcting the order. It's like, yeah, I think when you work in a restaurant, even if it's for a day, you start to see how all these little cogs are in this big wheel. And, and it's so easy to just throw that out of whack. And now you have some nice server who's trying to really trying, um, really trying. We try yeah. our best. <laughs> yeah, I, I, look, in my experience, more, I've had a lot more servers that have really given effort than the ones that just are blatantly half-assing their job for sure so um yeah yeah i I mean to be fair i don't think that you work or last in the service industry unless you like very much do enjoy it because Mm, that's a good point you know stuff happens a lot where people aren't nice to you and we keep coming back for more torture yeah. so <laughs> you've, you've either got thick skin or you're just a glutton for punishment yeah, yeah. i was <laughs> thank you michael thank you michael i was gonna say i have to give you a slight rebuttal i do think you're right uh, like 90 percent of the time hope but the other 10 percent are the people that just cannot get their life together and they're jaded and they just lean into like a ruby tuesday's job for 30 years and that's fair <laughs> And, yeah, and I mean, listen, I've worked with some 60-year-olds in my life. So. I, I, more power to you if this is a career profession. Uh, you know, it's it's. I, I mentioned I have a new job. I'm making a foray, foray back into hospitality full-time um, from almost eight years in the corporate world. And I'm thrilled about it. You know, I I've already feel happier with my day-to-day. So uh, I think you can make a great uh, life and career out of this work. I'm just saying – I don't know if everyone who's in it long haul is passionate. That's all. That's all. That's fair. Um, I I have to share one uh one pet peeve of my own, if you guys don't mind, before we move on. No, and we we would love to hear it, Steve. We, we want to hear about you, Steve. Fantastic. Yeah, this is called the Steve Rant Podcast tonight. Um, no. Uh, in all seriousness, you're. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the ecosystem because again, we we used to always say I'm only as good as our weakest link, or right. Uh, you right. know. If, if I have a shitty bar back or a cook or a bartender who's pulling us down, I have to pick up their slack. So I'm slower with my tables, my section of my work. Well, I don't know what's going on, okay? But for the last, like, three weeks to a month at DOS, there is a cereal bottle of liquor user that is not then replacing that bottle when it's empty. Someone, and I have not figured out who it is, <laughs> is just like every time I reach for a bottle of vodka, triple sec, 
all rail items, like very, I'm not talking about top shelf. I'm just talking speed rail. I reach for a bottle and I pull it up and it's empty. And 10 feet away is the shelf where we have all the other alcohol. And the idea of putting back an empty bottle into a well, I, I, I keep tell, I keep telling the entire staff, if I see the person who this is, that's doing it, I'm going to take the empty bottle and I'm going to shove it up your ass. Okay, I come on. Take I want to hear it. Who, who do you think it is? Who's I think it's buddy? my buddy. Who are your suspects? I think it's my buddy Val. I think it's Val. I'm just going to, you think it's Val really? You, oh, it's a hundred percent Val. It's uh, okay. That's my, if it, that's my, if, if it is Val, I would say that he is doing it intentionally. He may be. Yes. Yeah. Because that is <laughs> also Val's, Val's style. He would do that just because he knows I'm working and he might, he might, save the empty ones just to put one in there just to fuck with me. Yeah, now, I, I do think yes. that there are some er errant mistakes from others mixed in. I'm not saying it's all Val. but uh, And I'm not saying I've never done it, but it's the volume at which it's happened over the last month has been suspect. That's all I'm saying. It's, they're probably fucking with us. No, they're definitely fucking with us. <laughs> you know I what? Would, I would 100% do that am, to somebody. Am, am I getting got? Am I the asshole? You're getting got. Okay. You, right. Am I the drama? You are. Right. <laughs> I should have saved this for uh, for hazing pranks and games. That's not much of a pet peeve now. Um, all right. Number two. Best and worst tips, Hope. Um, what are, you know, some of the best, some of the worst, whether it's monetary or not, that you've uh, gotten over the years? Yeah, or maybe how much did you hustle out of a guy? Uh, there you like, go, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> worst tips are obviously $0 tips. Um, are they, though? Yes. Would you Would you rather get a $0 tip? Or like, or like two cents. Yeah, or, or like a really, yeah, like you get a, a $100 check. And they they leave like one a, quarter. A buck 50, yeah. Honestly, yeah, because I would give somebody their 43 cents back up their ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Uh, the $0 ones, sometimes I am just like, aw, bless them. They just didn't, they just weren't aware, you know? Like, See, you, that's what we've talked about this. You give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, yeah, maybe they don't to. know to tip. Maybe they have some kind yeah. of religious thing. But the people that tip really, really poorly on, on a check, I don't know. Those ones, those ones burn me up a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, those think. ones are bad. And to be fair, um, to be fair, <laughs> to be I, fair, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> when I worked at Cheyenne Mountain Resort, there was a lot of, you know, we had a lot of international people that stayed mm -hmm. there, and internationally tipping is not like, yeah, uh, it's in some places it's like taboo to tip. They so. know. They fucking know. No, I mean we've had some inter no, we've had two we've had they two know. international guests on here, and they've told us. No, the they thing. they it's both really... told us that they get tipped. So well, but you know, as far much as this... much less frequently, and it's definitely not the standard. They get paid a court. They get paid, they get paid a, a significant hourly wage. They yeah. fucking know, and they, they just use they use that as a guise to not tip because they. I think, think it's they just important it. for any international listener to know that that is not the standard here. Because no, that's not. give me run me my money. Um, that's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good but line. But it is. I it is true because I've. My brother lives in Vietnam, and even when I was over there, I was like about to leave a tip, and he was like, "No, don't like, don't do it. They don't. They like on, are offended by it almost if you leave a tip. It's like really? offensive. Yeah, but I think in like different places, like Australia or you know in the UK, I mm -hmm. think it's different than like yeah, sure Vietnam or Thailand or areas like that. Yeah, that's but, interesting culture to culture. Any any yeah. any big tips that really wowed you? I used to get a lot of big tips at the country club. Um, but pretty much they, it was an automatic 20% gratuity for any of the club members. Mm. And then a lot of them would tip on top of mm. that. Um, 
But I, yeah, I mean, I used to have club members that would hand me hundreds all the time. And like right now I also, I, I hold down three jobs right now. I also work at Good a God. country. <laughs> I know, right? I also work at a country club in Joplin um, and I get handed fifties and hundred dollars there. Yeah. That's they, a great thing. Looking, regularly. Are they looking for any help or? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually just went down to one day a week there, but I'm, there you I'm go, staying. Mike. I'm staying there one day a week because I get those I get those hundreds slipped to me pretty Ma- pretty often. Mike, I hope you take this as a compliment. Okay, I Uh-oh. really do. Uh oh. You are not country club kind of guy, and I You're say not. that as a compliment. <laughs> they, I agree. They would hate you. Okay, yeah. you would I, not be getting hundred dollar tips. You have a fantastic personality, but they don't want but, personality. But. <laughs> they want somebody but. to. They want somebody to suck their dick while they are looking like a high roller. Yeah. That's what they want, and That's that like, is not you, bro. <laughs> and I, I love I you say, for it. When I say that I belong in a dark and dingy bar, like the personality that I have at the country club is not me. It's like, fake. I want. I want to hear. So when you walk up to it's, to the yeah, house, give us. Oh yeah, please. Don't I make hear. me use hope. Do it. I want to hear voice. your country hope. club we're voice. In my, we're in my calm, chill. <laughs> no, 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 no. Break. It's, it's for the people. It's for right the people. Fine, fine. Can we comp? My customer service voice. Can we compromise? Can we compromise? Maybe. What I- what is your country club alter ego's name? Is it still Hope Hines? It can't be. I mean, Hope is like a very classy name, but my alter. Ugh, I, I feel like it's like. All right, a all right, I'm gonna dip- okay, so what's what this. is your greeting and what's your signature sign off then? No, no, hold. She's about to tell us what the name is. Let her <laughs> no. have, right. let her have some space, that's man. My, that's my secret name, though. That's my secret. Is it Tori? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like some white park trailer trash no like. she's got like, some like curly park. crunchy um we're sorry like, to all of our hair. listeners named tori we're really sorry, sorry please tori. keep listening tori, i apologize no I it's okay you. yeah no it, um i would love to hear you don't have to do the voice but i would love to hear how you open and close at the country club like what do you say to them when you drop the check off and you're saying have a good night um, a lot of them don't like to sign their check because they are country club members. We know you should them. Know them right? by, we yeah. are supposed to know them by their name. Um, and a lot of them don't like to sign their check. But if they do, because some of them will tip extra because they have an automatic gratuity as well. Some of them do like to tip extra. I usually just drop it and I'm like, here's this whenever y'all are ready. That's that's what I like to say. Whenever you guys are ready, nice. not trying to yeah. rush you or anything like that. You know? Oh, she did. She snuck in a little of the voice there. Not trying to rush you. See how <laughs> that got you. lighter. It got a little lighter. Hey guys, how are you doing this evening? My oh, there Hope. it is. <laughs> it's easy to break you. out once you start. You can't stop. That's what I know, it is. You can't stop. Did Can you I get you guys today? anything to drink besides waters? Are we okay with just the waters? <laughs> <laughs> it's very ba- it's very bouncy. It's almost like you're you're almost like about to start singing you know it's yeah. very methodical to the to the you know i bet yeah. that if you talk to a lot of those men the way you talk to your regulars at jolly fox i bet you'd get even bigger tips i, I bet would. some of them i bet some of them are just dying to hear that oh, I oh would, uh, my my regulars walking at jolly fox and i'm like get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think you can say that to somebody paying a hundred grand a year to be a member at a country I club unfortunately cannot no. although i would like to sometimes <laughs> frowned upon, frowned upon. um uh all right number three worst drink orders and mike explain this category because we've kind of expanded it yeah. as we've been doing it's, the show. Yeah, it's a versatile category for sure. So worst drink orders. Um, originally, it was kind of like 
when somebody orders this drink, you know, you're you're like, all right, that's fine, but you're silently that's gross. The whole time. Yeah, that's yeah. gross. Or you might even just tell them that that's fucking gross or ter- terrible drink order. Yeah. Uh, but we've also looked at this from the lens of what's uh, a drink that maybe you hate to make, or even what's the worst drink that another bartender has ever made for you. <laughs> I've had a lot of bad drinks in my life, to be honest, but. I think I'm a little bougie when it comes to that because I know what good shit tastes like. It's the country club. It is. It's a little bit of country club. All right, Tori, chill out. Okay, Tori, calm down. Honestly, so my favorite drink to make, but also is maybe my least favorite drink to make, is an old fashioned. Mm. But I think it's just because there's a lot of people who order it like not knowing what the fuck they're doing like so ordering like, the cocktail but not Ooh. ordering it properly yeah, i think it's or it's just like they I they feel like think that they know they don't yeah and then they get it and they're like this is some fucking whiskey oh my or God. bourbon and then they're like i don't like this and i'm like that's exactly what you fucking asked for okay. so i don't know what to tell you you like, have you have stumbled on a new category here yeah. a new wrinkle to this category mike yeah. i don't think we've ever had this on the show no, what you're haven't. touching on right now hope is so true there are people out there and I can definitely see it in the country club community where they're trying to be like showy, like, yes. oh, look at me. I drink nice bourbon oh, and nice I scotch. Drink. I like and nice I'll, scotch. I'm going to order a dirty martini or I'm going to order yes. this cocktail that makes me look yes. like a cool cool guy, right? Yes. Like a hipster or something. <laughs> and, and they don't actually have any concept of what that drink truly is, what the ingredients yeah. are, how it's supposed to taste. Yes. You know and what then my- they tell me it tastes bad. And I'm like, that's <laughs> literally what you asked for (laughs) that's that's exactly what you asked for i had somebody order a manhattan okay a couple weeks Mm -hmm. back and i said to them do you want bourbon or rye i generally would recommend bourbon for for manhattan and they were like it like took them a second there was a pause and i'm like you've never ordered manhattan before have you right you don't know what you're asking for (laughs) no god-fearing manhattan drinker and and i'm not even gonna parse manhattan old-fashioned man of war at boulevardier any of the other like Real classic whiskey drinks. I'm mm-hmm. talking Manhattan only. People who order that, that is their fucking drink. That's all they drink. They know yeah. exactly how they like it. If you pause when I'm asking you just bourbon or rye, we yeah, haven't even gotten we haven't even gotten to rocks uh you know, shaken or stirred. We yeah. haven't even gotten to rocks Me, or what do you or, want? Or, <laughs> oh my god. So I already was questioning this person's resolve whether they yes. really knew exactly what you're saying, what they were ordering, right? So yes, I make that's... this drink. I straw test it because had made uh, a Manhattan in a while. They asked for rye instead of bourbon. I wanted to make sure on point, right? On point. And it comes out quintessential, like to, to the book, right? And, I, and it was a higher end uh, whiskey. So I even measured it, right? I took right. the jigger out, which I yes. usually wouldn't do. Right. And so I knew that this drink was a Manhattan. It was right. gorgeous. And I hand it to the guy and he takes one sip in front of me. And he goes, ooh, it's Man, and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "It's a little harsh. It's just tastes like a lot of booze in here." And oh I'm like, my god! It's a fucking Manhattan, man. It's <laughs> yes. only booze. That's Ugh. the thing. That's what drives me absolutely fucking insane is people who order shit and they don't know what the fuck they're ordering. What are we doing here, sir? Get a Miller Light and get away from me. Yeah, you want a Bush Light? I got you. <laughs> Bush Light, Jesus Christ, yes. That's, That's the funny no. thing too, is because then that same person will will say. Yeah, I don't want this. Just give me a bush light. That's yes. that's that's how it always goes. Yes, that's, that's it why it goes. drives me absolutely fucking insane. Because they'll order it the most 
obscene fucking shit yeah. and then be like, no, I don't like this, actually. <laughs> okay. Just get me this. And I'm like, thanks, dickhead. You, we yeah. could have saved both of us. You, you could have yeah. saved both of us 10 minutes here, you know? You, you wasted my time and now you're going to tip me $2. So fuck off. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. Number four, mistakes and fuck ups. These can be yours. Yours. Why did I say it like that? Yours. These can it's be like yours. 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 Um, these could be these could be yours, or these could be your your coworkers. Yeah, I know. No, I'm not doing Kansas accent. Listen, okay, I, buddy, you know, was, let's he, get it started. Hold on, hold on now. He was actually now. born in Wichita, Kansas. Oh, hold on now. No, he was you don't know. Westboro you don't know nothing about me, Hope Hines. Hope Hines. Oh, don't get me started. First off, Hope Hines. Hope Hines, listen to me here, okay? First off, I was born in Wichita, Kansas. Second off, I went school. I went to school in West by God, Virginia. So I oh, know how, baby Jesus. I know how to do the mountain accent. I know how to get oh, up in them no. hills with that with that shine. With that oh, shine, no. you know? All right. <laughs> All right, let's bring it back. Wow, this Kim Crawford is flowing. Am I right? I'm telling you, it'll get you talking. <laughs> All right, number four, mistakes and fuck-ups. Yours are your co-workers. Or maybe another bartender that you've seen. Yeah, for well, that would be your coworker. Oh no! What if you're, oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, really showing your Kansas roots there, Steve. Why don't you take a second to think about it? I mean, you're asking a broad question because in the food industry and the bar industry, I think there's a lot of fuck ups at all times. Oh, broken glass. People break glass literally every day. On the that's daily. Like, On the daily. Yeah, that's a daily thing. Um, Are you even running a restaurant, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. I mean, I've seen people dump shit into their ice well or break shit into their ice well and basically just, like, scoop it and throw it to no. the side and be like, oh, that's okay. No. We're no. fine. No. We don't have to kill the whole fucking ice well no. or anything. That, like, like that, that. that one, like, hurts me. The idea yeah. of swallowing That's a dangerous glass, gamble like, oh, right there. Oh, yeah. No, playing a dangerous Honestly, game. probably one of the grossest which is saying something i've seen some gross things now we do have we do have health code violations yes coming save up save if it's a health code so violation save yeah, it we're save really it looking at level. when somebody made an epic mistake like yeah okay mm, this one might be a health code violation i'll save it epic mistakes are i mean I've seen people drop like very expensive fucking bottles of Ooh. alcohol. Like that's what are we talking? Like, what, do you have an example mistake. of a specific oh, bottle? Like Johnny Walker, like dropping Johny Walker, like a blue or a green. For, for we're talking like, what's the most expensive? It's one? the green. Black? Is that green? no green? Yeah, green and blue like, are crazy. I've se- oh, it was blue. It was Johnny Walker blue. I've Ooh. seen a Johnny Walker blue get dropped from a top shelf in the country club. Before, that's like a that buck was, fifty retail, right there. It's just no bueno. Um, but other than that, I mean, dropping alcohol bottles was probably the worst mistake. What What about you, Hope? Come on, what's you know? Clearly, you have a very easy way about you. But I, I have to think that there was one that you still have like a server nightmare about. Come on, honestly, I give think- it up. The most mistakes I've made were probably getting like too fucked up in a night. Um, <laughs> on sh- on shift, on shift. Yeah, yes, definitely on. I shift. appreciate the um, honesty. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I have. This is these were back in my nineteen-year-old illegal bartending days. I've, Caesar's. I've matured. I've matured since then, but. The Romans yeah. always really knew how to do debauchery right. You know, oh, yeah. they had all those weird garden parties and shit. So I, I yeah. feel like, you know, you're getting wasted at Nero's or uh, Nero's Caesar's <laughs> underage. <laughs> wow. See, little Freudian yeah. slip of the tongue there. 
Um, this is like all of this is the, like all of the bartenders would pretty much be passed out on the bar get shellac the, the night though like that those are probably the biggest mistakes yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh this is Coffeeville too this is Coffeeville Kansas yeah. which if you don't know Coffeeville Kansas yeah look it up and you'll just give it a little Google yeah a little bit of history the Dalton brothers Ew. actually movie remember that movie Reign of Fire with Matthew McConaughey oh yeah and dragons yeah they talk about Coffeeville Kansas oh, because really? the Dalton brothers which was outlaw gang rode into town and all the, the all the local folk uh, folks you know, shot them out. They shot them out. They, sh- they took them down. Yep. Really now? Justice. <laughs> yeah, it's also the home of the left boot. If you were, uh, what is that? Really curious. The, the left boot, like literally, when they first started making cowboy boots, it was just two right boots. Really? That's not true. Yes, I That's swear not true. to no. God, no. Hold on the museums. No. no way. Listen. This Google is it. no because I hope I know exactly what's happening right now. I'm getting pranked again. Okay, I'm getting pranked at work We're with these past empty bottles. April Fools. No, you're trying to convince you're trying to convince We're some East Coast April boy that, that that all the cowboy boots were were two right feet, and I'm not having it. I promise it. you, I'm not having it. It is absolutely a thing. Google some the bullshit. Left boot. It originated in Coffeeville, Kansas. It is a thing. It's in all of the museums there. I Let swear. me get this straight. They're the first. <laughs> that was like hey this hey. other foot goes the <laughs> other direction <laughs> we ought to make a boot that goes the other direction what do you think homer this shit point one way which point the other <laughs> that's crazy oh my god willis <laughs> i'm not sure um oh i don't god. know the exact history of the left boot, but I promise you, it's, it is a thing. I want more information on the left boot museum. I, I will promote them on the pod this week, but I, I need more information okay. on that. Okay. Well, my sister uh, works in the financial aid office in Coffeeville, and my brother-in-law is still the football coach there. So I'll see if I can How about find that? some information for you. All right. She's got roots on the boots. She All got right. roots in the boots and the left foot. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, number five, health code violations. It sounds like you have a few teed up for this one. Now, as we always say on this, okay, protect the innocent. And the guilty. Yeah, Mike, say it with a little more passion. Ready? Hope, as we always say on the show, Do you see him coaching the- me now? No, no, no. It's just, Mike, you said that. You said that like you weren't Go even Go on. Here. Just do it. Just there fucking There was no heart up. behind it. Just protect do it. Protect the innocent. And the guilty. Oh, there wow. you go. Go um, fuck yourself, Steve. Good girl, Tori. <laughs> I'm going to put my left boot right up your ass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't feel like anybody should be protected in some instances, but also... Okay. <laughs> but also, I think if you've worked in the food industry or the bar industry, you know that there's a lot of, there's a lot of health code violations. I mean, I think it... I think it kind of happens everywhere. Um, I don't know if it's <laughs> shit's strict sometimes. <laughs> okay, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but the ice bins is probably the worst thing that I've had to deal yeah. with. Like I, I don't know what it is about bars that want to put their mixing stations directly over their ice bin. But it's it drive. I mean, we're talking about pet peeves again. That's it drives me fucking insane. I don't understand. I just, I just really do. I not mean, understand. That, it makes a lot of sense what you're saying. It all, like it also makes sense. Like uh, I did service like, yeah, sense. I did sidebar for a long time. So you got every all your ingredients. Service bar, service bar, right? 
Yeah. yeah. You know, but but you're right. As you're doing that, you start getting liquor and yeah. fruit juices and stuff all dripping down into the yes. ice that you're scooping into everyone else's yeah. drink. Well, and it all so. starts mixing together on the mat that's above it. Oh, and yeah. then sooner that's or later. That's a suicide shot. <laughs> yeah. The mat shot. yeah. If there's yeah. been somebody that's been extra annoying me or like somebody that's just really drunk at the end of the night, I'll be like, yeah, you want this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you tell them what it is or you just offer them a free oh, shot? Oh, I mean, I tell them it's the mat. No, you don't. No, you I do. don't. No, I do. You don't. Every time? I, uh, Every no, time? I absolutely do. No, it's okay. usually the like extremely drunk, belligerent people that I ask because then they're like, fuck yeah! Yeah, you won't care. drink this. You won't yeah. drink this, right? And then, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so, men are easy to make shit do. Oh, <laughs> come on. To make shit do. We know. <laughs> Listen, we're stupid and weak, Hope. Yeah, you don't have you to are. like say it on our show, okay? Sorry, come on. just a broadcast come on. to all the women out there. Men are stupid. <laughs> they already know. Don't worry about it. Well, speaking of stupid, I think that there are a lot of listeners out there that don't understand, I think, like, spatially what you're talking about there with the mixing station and yeah. the ice. So I'm just going to kind of like break it down really quick. So most bars behind the bar have an ice tub. It's like a giant little wash sink more or less, right? Like you'd find in any utility room in a house and it's usually made of metal and we throw ice in it and we scoop, you know, it's for speed, right? We scoop ice out of there to make drinks. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Nine times out of 10, it feels like, Bars set up their rail or their cocktail mixing station or their more or less the the bar top right above this is where they're going to do all the work rather than putting a table right to the right or left of that or, you know, kind of making some other space. So I think that might be lost on some people who can't see that sitting from bar side in what's really happening back there. But a lot of crap is going into your ice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, spatially, it does make sense, because you have your ice bin, and it's right usually there. on your ice bin, you have your speed well, which is all where all of your well liquors are residing, so that's the shit that we're using the most yeah. often. Yeah. So, I always prefer to, if I have my ice bin and my speed well, I'll always work to the right of it. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I work directly on top of it but i can't because i'm like you're literally spilling shit into the ice but yeah i yeah. i'm maybe it's the country club in me and I'm <laughs> but i always work to like the right hand side of it and i don't know it's i mean it's i know it's for like speed wise and for efficiency reasons but uh it's so bad sometimes yeah it's rough <laughs> not that's to actually... name any names but it happens a pretty much everywhere. <laughs> no, that's a pretty good one. And that's uh and and you know what separates a decent bar from uh from uh you know, just your run of the mill dive is, you know, every single corporate bar is burning the ice at the end of the night cuz they know that that is filthy in there. Oh yeah. If you don't burn ice, <laughs> you're grimy, but I also want to go to your bar. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That's I can't tell you how many places that we're just dumping dumping ice on the shit at the end of the night to keep our soda lines oh. cool and um, oh lord yeah oh no it, it's i mean all kinds of tricks yes yes and i've i have been bar manager bartender head bartender and i am very much on the cleanliness side mm. of yes things. that's like my big I'm like, I don't give a shit if you know how to mix this drink as long as you can fucking clean this shit. I'll teach you how to mix this, but like, <laughs> clean this. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. If you if you see my apartment, it's a, you know, I've never been one. 
I'm not I'm not like super messy, uh, but mm-hmm. I've never been one for a great organization. Just right. in my personal life. But my bar, I'm crazy about. I'm pre bussing everything. I'm washing everything at the end of the night. Yes. It's pristine, wiped down, restocked, like full face of beers in the cooler. Like yes. very, very precise about that. I don't know what it is. I just it's it's like uh, it's my baby, you know. This oh, is yeah. my space back it here. It also makes stage. your job easier. It does. Working. Well, that too. Yeah. You know, that if, you, if it's not cluttered and sticky and gross, it's easier. It's to, yeah. So I, I totally. I that's how I was too. I totally agree. That's I, like people love me, coworker wise. People love me as just the bartender, but yeah. coworker wise, as a bar manager, people don't like me. Like, <laughs> you expect I'm, too much. Oh yeah, I am like very nitpickety. I'm like, do your shit, bro. I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> Well, before we go into halftime here, Hope, I got to ask you one more question, okay? And okay. and you just kind of like brought it up to me as we're talking about cleaning. How do you feel about bartenders who pick up a bottle to make a drink and set that bottle down right where they used it and then leave it there forever and never put it back to the place where it's supposed to go? How do they make you feel? I mean, are you talking like they never even like recapped it or anything? Like- I just mean like they pulled Jameson from the shelf, mm-hmm. they poured it in front of the speed rail, and they leave it on that speed rail above the ice, and then they go about the rest of their work. Um, yeah, those are fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the nicest way I have. We're to only halfway through. It's I didn't laziness. mean to. Yeah. I didn't mean to inject any PTSD. I don't want to damage your. Your psyche right now because you're doing great. You're chopping through the forest right now, and we got five questions to go. But uh, that's that's a good way to put it. I I cannot stand that trade. I hate a bartender. Who, and it's not just the drinks; it's the tools too, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh my god, openers, strainers. Yeah, strainers. a bar a bartender that can't take a dirty item that they've just used and just put it in the sink, put it in dish, do anything. It, it's you're only you're not bartending. You're pouring. You're a pourer. That's all you are. You're only doing half the job. You're not okay? a bartender. You're not a bartender. You're just a poor man. Sure. That's all I you like are. To give people the benefit of the doubt because, like, if it's some top shelf shit, I'm like, oh, they're only five four. They can't reach back up there. I mean, hundred percent. I'm like, I got it. I'll put it back up there. Yeah, for just ya. just ask me. I'm happy to put Aww. it up there for you. You know, but I I think the frustrating thing is like. Uh, it's less less if it's again a one time thing or there's a reason like that. But if it's consistent, my God, that's one that just like wears me down. Where I I will I will quickly hate you as a coworker if you're consistently the person that uses a tool that uses a a bottle and leaves it out. I just I can't with that one. That one's frustrating. But uh, all right. I think it's time to take a break. I need yep, to actually get a little uh, ice for my Kim Crawford now that I've been letting it sit out. I like it very well, cold. Why don't you put some Sprite in there, too? It's got to be cold. I like it very it's gotta cold. It's got to be very much I'm gonna, chilled. I'm going to pop mine in the freezer for a little bit. Let's all take a little break. We'll go to the little girls and boys' room, and uh, we'll be back here in a minute, folks. This episode of the Bartender Ramp Podcast is brought to you by CIC PowerBox, your all-in-one portable power solution for AC electric, compressed air, and heavy-duty jumpstart. Our patented technology provides silent and emission-free power that recharges while you drive. 
With customers ranging from farmers and contractors to highway departments and military bases, the CIC PowerBox name has been put to the test for over a decade in the hardest working environments. Whether you're working remote or have limited access to a power source, CIC PowerBox will help you get the job done. Call us at 802-468-7697 or visit CICPowerBox.com to view our product line. CIC PowerBox. Wherever you go, go with power. Okay, we are back. What a halftime it was. I have a fresh, fresh glass of the Kim Car- Crawford Sauvignon Blanc. You almost said Kim Kardashian. You saw Kim, that. Kardashian. Kim Kardashian <laughs> Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> yes. And I have now, uh, to, I think, Hope's surprise, revealed myself as a bald man. Hope, <laughs> does, that me- does that make you feel any differently about your decision to join this podcast tonight? Um, to be fair, I could tell that you were bald from the beginning. Um, I just wanted to make the joke (laughs) when you took your hat off. I was like, oh, he's bald! (laughs) Was it the the fact that I am just devilishly handsome and charming and have just a sense of humor like none you've ever seen before? Is that what gave it away that I'm a bald man? Because, you know, bald men do have more fun. I've heard that. Um, where where did you hear that? <laughs> I, I was that just is, agreeing. They're definitely more aerodynamic, that's for sure. <laughs> that's goddamn right. And that's important in certain scenarios. But um, uh, what a halftime it was. I'm glad we're you back. You already said that. I'm going to keep saying it. Um, before, <laughs> before, before we move on to the next uh, phase of the gauntlet, I'd like to ask you, you know, Rancher Blue Cheese. Hope, Rancher Blue Cheese, which one is it? Put it on the record for the people right now. Oh, it's absolutely both. Um, they Ooh. are equally respected. Um, yeah, I, but but the main question is with wings, if you're eating wings. It depends on what kind of wings. Oh, I mean, fair. like, if they're okay, talk traditional buffalo. If they're, like, lemon pepper wings, I'm going bear, maybe a little ranch. If they're buffalo wings, I need blue cheese. Okay. If they're, like, some barbecue wings, I need some ranch. They all have their fucking. They, they have Fair enough. Instances. Fair enough. Did you learn this at the country club? Absolutely not. I have had <laughs> yeah, no way. Taste, refined taste before them. Yeah, those bougie ass people don't know anything about like funky no. ass cheese. I love funky ass cheese. Yes. Dry wine and funky ass cheese. Okay. That is the mantra, Mike. Listen, uh, Hope just wrote the the episode description for you. Dry oh. wine and funky ass cheese. <laughs> no. fuck, fuck the clunch, Fuck the country club. Oh, C U N T C U N T country club. Hang out at a dive bar and eat that funky cheese. Funky, you know, funky cheese. I love a good charcuterie board. You know, charcuterie board. Oh, That's great. You know what? You, you know it would really hit now that you're saying that somebody okay. should open up a. This is I don't really know how to describe it, but like a um, like a wine and cheese sort of like you know like a wine like bar. Bar they have those. No, I, I'm I'm aware <laughs> I'm aware, but the theme the theme would be like all um the theme would be all like uh verbiage that a thought would use. So like oh. charcuterie board and charcuterie board. I can't think of another stupid pun right <laughs> no, now, <I'm> but. <laughs> I'm going to think of it. Uh, like sus. Like uh, some sus wine. Yeah, some, some Kim Crawford like Savignon sus Sundays. Savignon or something. sus. <laughs> sus. Sus Sundays. I don't know. We, could, Sundays, we could probably I come like up it. with some, some good puns there. It's very Bob's Burgers, to be honest with you. All right. Oh, yeah, um, I like it. 
Yes. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop uh, wasting any time because we need to get you back in the gauntlet. You've made it halfway through. Let's see how you do with question number six. Ratchet and crazy customers or Michael, as we have expanded this category. Memorable customers. Maybe somebody, you know, who left a great impact, maybe left a really good tip, you know, invited you to come back uh, and be on a podcast. You know, just people (laughs) that, that you don't forget about that you'd want to give a shout out to. Honestly, I've had a lot of memorable customers over the years. I've had a lot of regulars that have become friends and that I've ended up hanging out with and stuff like that. Um, I definitely coming back with the podcast. That's, that's, that's a big one that I've met so far. Um, I mean, I have like one regular that still I have on like Snapchat. He'll hit me up and, just like hope you're having a good day and stuff Miko, like that. That's right? nice. That's it's That's not nice. Nico actually. <laughs> I mean Nico Nico's up there. I've had a lot of instances obviously of men that um <laughs> like to uh stay in my life. Mm. Um I've gotten a lot of free things and done a lot of fun things because there have been regulars that like to um hang out with me. So that's been I feel like this is going back towards the country club it's been lots of fun. again. Not even just, <laughs> I mean, not even just with the country club. Um, I've had boats I've been taken on just because I've met regulars and. Isn't it an incredible business? Oh, yeah. like you've ever been invited on a boat by a regular Steve Shadow? I'll tell you what. Listen, I, <laughs> I, I don't think that the people need to hear me say this, but I certainly do not um, exude any. Or even a shred of the beauty that Hope Hines has brought to this show. But I will say, I she will say. She definitely has better hair. I'll give her that. I have been treated. <laughs> I, have been, I have been treated to some pretty amazing evenings because of the company that I've kept at the bar. The the, the regulars I've kept happy. I'll tell you the first yeah. time I ever went to the Bygone in Baltimore City, which is one of the nicest bars anywhere um you know, anywhere in Baltimore for sure, you know, it's $50 pours for a whiskey. It's the 27th floor of the Four Seasons Hotel, 360-degree view of the harbor. It's gorgeous, right? And um, the first time I ever went there, I want to say our bar tab was probably a couple grand, and it was all my regulars, you know? Nice steak dinner, good drinks, and uh, the only reason I was there is because we could, you know, they liked cutting it up with me, you know? Uh, and liked, uh, uh just having a good conversation and some some fun times behind the bar. So you didn't you didn't yeah. have to put on a special outfit or anything. <laughs> I, I'll put up a picture. Of my <laughs> There's outfit. too much I'm, of a pause there. Yeah, I may have gone. He was questioning. Flashbacks. His, yeah. <laughs> I may have. Well, I was reminiscing. Really, is what I was doing. I may have gone crotchless. I may have gone crotchless. Right. It was cold that so, night, wow. but it was refreshing. And so was, we do uh, love the the sentimental. You know, the, those really nice connections you meet. But also, I think at least for me, my favorite part about this category is the ratchet customers. If you had anybody that you, you so wish you, you 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 will never forget, but maybe you wish you could forget. Oh God, mm, that's a great question. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of stories that I could tell, and I am trying to decide how. Uh, <laughs> Which of the many? How much I'm willing to um, give up here. Um, there used to be this this couple um, 
that would come out and you know they would kind of come back and like party with everybody and they were like very much a swinger couple mm-hmm. and like Ooh, when you yeah. said a couple i didn't want to jump in but i was like okay You're they're, like, they're oh, swinging involved i know exactly where this yeah. is going and like it was very much the uh like he would sit in the corner <laughs> what like he liked to watch kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. oh like, he my would, god he was like the watcher of the shit but like she would just hook up with like she. I mean, it was like this older couple, you know. And yeah. she just How old? Up. Like forties, fifties. I mean, I would say like forties. Like they weren't super old. But Relatively 80s. attractive though, too. Oh yeah, she was hot. She had like fake titties. I'm like I'm bisexual, <laughs> so I'm like she's got a nice rack. Like listen, <laughs> yeah. I put my face in between these titties she had, once or twice. She had some. She had some slobber it was, knockers. It was some, sure. Yeah, yeah, they were some fucking knock. knockers for sure. She, she had some sweat. <laughs> some sweater muffins. Some good yeah, titties, sure. but like this couple would regularly like come back and hang out with the crew, and like she was getting fucked by but, <laughs> everybody, like, but like, not there at the. Not at the no, it was like after at the like after. But that's where they'd go and kind of yeah, feel yeah, it yeah. out. Well, I mean, this is a different this is different place. But when I worked at Caesars, there were apartments above there, and Ooh. like there was some. There was some shit that yeah. went Ooh. on there for sure, but well, you have to this, think a place. This couple was probably the so, like top tier. You have to you have but... to think a place called Caesars is going to drum up that kind of behavior too. But, and, but oh, you, yeah. you say swinging though, but that to me is more of just that's just like a cuck situation, right? I mean, that's... Was he ever? No, no, hold on. I know on. that's Mike, still in the Mike, same Mike, vein of swinging. But... Mike, you're doing a classic. You're doing the classic mistake where all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. I'm What's pretty sure. I understand yes. that cuckolding is sure within the all, realm of swinging. But... I'm pretty sure all cucks are swingers, but not all swingers are cucks. I think that it's kind of that sort of situation. Okay, I, I agree with that statement, yeah. Now, I, I do have to but ask a question. he was a question. cuck, right? This basically, we're getting <laughs> basically yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah. He's got the horns. I do have to ask a question. What state was this in? This so Missouri, this was, Kansas. I'm trying to answer without <laughs> yeah, giving she's trying to be cryptic. too much information. Uh, this was in Missouri, but the place I was working okay. at at the time was in Kansas. Mm. Okay, See, is it state open? Line drama, man. It's state line it, drama. Yeah. The, the place that I was working at is still open. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is it is it is it an open carry law in that state, or did she have a license? Open carry. To, to kill or no for those bazookas. You need to you need to have a military bangers. checkpoint for that one. Jeez. I mean, it's, see, uh, my my brain Im- immediately was like, no, it's constitutional carry here, Steve. You know, <laughs> yeah, you piece of shit. You are so yes. from the plains. You're oh, from yeah, the plains, you piece of shit. That's some country. Left boot and all. Sure. <laughs> Did you look that up on the break, by the way? Me? Yeah, the left boot. Oh yeah! No. Did you look up the left boot? Uh, I could have swore you were <laughs> no. there having yourself yeah, a time in the no, bathroom. And, and guys, guys, did I mention that I just got a new phone two hours ago? Oh, I don't even don't have like yet. I don't even have contacts on here. I, you I don't know how still to still know how to fucking use the browser. Yeah. Like Jesus! Look, I've no, had an if you, iPhone. If you saw if you saw our uh, social media, you would understand. No, oh, no, fuck just... you, dude. Listen, <laughs> I'm not. Okay. All right, hope. Look, here's the thing. Okay. I've never had social media. I've never had a Facebook. Never had a MySpace. Never had was, anything. Afraid, Instagram, nothing. A... I'm sorry. How old are you? I, I'm 31, <laughs> Hope, first off. And no, so I lived through MySpace uh, prime territory. I I'm lived just through trying. MySpace. I lived through MySpace. I had I'm a just sweet try- MySpace. You I know was born was... in 96. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, baby. Lord, you're a baby. Just a you're baby. a baby. Come Get on. out of here. So, 
<laughs> what I do love, what MySpace had uh, over Facebook was whenever you went to somebody's page, you got to pick a song to play. Fuck yeah. That was cool as yeah, shit. Yeah, their profile. Look, Tom their profile. knew what he was doing. Mark Zuckerberg it can was... go to fucking hell, all right? Was... <laughs> Fuck Facebook. <laughs> Tr- wait, we're trying to get aggregated. Slow yeah. Cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut. My bad, no, cut um, that. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, look, I've never had social media, and I'm not a big tech guy. Like, if the phone sends texts, make calls, and does emails, that's all I need. And so, up then until just a couple, <laughs> well, up until a couple years ago, I had an iPhone four, and I was the happiest guy in the world. If I could, I would still have a Motorola Razor, okay? Mm. But it's hard to get places without a smartphone. You'd look good with days. a Razor too, you know, just walk around. Just oh, I love the Razor, man. Oh, my dad had I, a flip phone till 2015. Yeah, I could. I could right now. I'm so good at T9. I could T9 all of War Ooh, and Peace in 20 minutes. I could rewrite T9? the entire. Oh, the texting. I'm sorry. What year were you born? And I know what T9 texting yeah, is. Yeah, thank you. you. Well, this just thank speaks you. to how much women love to text more than men. I Whatever. think is the only point there. Wow. 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 Talk about a dig, Mike. That is, man, you're wow. holding some deep seated resentments there. Like, I mean, unless we're sexting, I really don't give a oh. shit. You know what I mean? Oh, there's the insight that we needed. It's like, it's the act- only time that I put forth effort. And I you're do. acting ratchet. I do. You're acting ratchet right now. He's acting a little All ratchet right. now. It's that Sauvignon Blanc. I mean, what it's, can I say? I, I feel like I'm at the country club having a good, you know, good time. It'll be having you talking. <laughs> Mike, you're not you're not drinking country club wine if it doesn't have ice in it. Back me up mm. on this. Mm. Yeah, and they some fucking do, Sprite. They love to put ice in it. What the fuck is it about it's ratchet behavior white from classy people, put, quote unquote. Ice and white now, is it just ice, understand. or do they put a little bit of sprite in there too? No, well, they like they like the spritzer too, but yeah. it's I mean, it's even even not just white wine. I they put it in red wine. Red wine, wine. big See, time. Right there, I swear to God, would, uh, uh, I know. swear they put it in red wine all the time. That's sacrilege. Like it's bad. I, full, like I'm talking full glasses of ice, and they're like, "That's not enough ice. Bring me more ice." Yeah, at that I point, just understand. bring them like some grape juice and vodka. I mean, yeah, that's so before- basically what they're asking for. Before we move on, I got to tell you, I was doing a private event uh, uh, probably about mm, two months ago, and there were some people that asked for ice in their red wine, exactly what you're saying. And I was kind of just trying to be playful and gave them a little dig, like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) This is a cab. What are you doing? Just drink the fucking wine. That's basically what I'm saying. And this woman went on a diatribe about how Back in the 16 and 1700s, when they first started commercially bottling wine, the temperature of the earth was colder because global warming had not heated up the earth. And so wine was actually generally served at a cooler temperature. So putting ice in it makes it more true to to the way the grapes are supposed to be drank. You struck a deep chord with that woman. Whoa, whoa, Linda. Whoa, Linda! <laughs> go home and beat your kids, okay? I, I go, need this go right fuck now. somebody else in front of your husband. You, all right, I'm really tired of this. <laughs> I was like, listen, honey, I am not getting tipped for this. I got paid hourly for this event. Please, it's an open bar. You're not paying for this right now. I'm fully go walk paid away. Already. Fuck off. Walk away. You know. This is outstanding. I'll take, oh yeah, I'll take a nice uh, cab on the rocks, please. Cab yeah, on the rocks. Oh <laughs> Would you like it? It happens so often. 
you don't it's understand. It's bad. <laughs> would you like your cab shaken or stirred, right? Yeah. Oh, I would. I would shake that shit for sure. Ah. For sure. Wine oh shaken. God. You should do that next time. Somebody asks I for will. wine with cubes in I'll it. Like, you you should. Shake it? Just throw it right in the shaker and start I going will. to town. You just tell them, like, this, this ice was frozen three weeks ago. It's a great vintage. Yeah, it's it's a very great soft. Vintage. Very soft water. The pH was This really is nice. spring yeah. water, fresh it's from the <laughs> Bottled water I poured into the ice mold myself. I actually harvested it from Lake Metatonka. It's spiritual. <laughs> Metatonka. <laughs> All right, number seven, <laughs> fights, arrests, and fires. My favorite category. Oh Let's talk about when the building was on fire. Let's talk about when shit popped off, when you had to call the po-po. Uh, I know you got a good story here. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. I honestly could give you a few. I mean, before I ever even started working at Jolly Fox Brewery, it, uh, the kitchen caught fire, but that was just a, that was just a small little grease fire. They put it out. It's just a funny ha ha he he ha ha. Little grease fire. Hey, it's a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Well, they've got the soft openings. You got the soft fires. You know, you got to test the staff. See, you know, see what their reaction's going to be like. Yeah. yeah, It was like some hazing. Jumping right into the hazing. Well, that's, that's. That's when you find out how jolly everybody really is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, other than that, there. I mean, there's definitely been fights. I, I've definitely seen fights. When I first started working at Caesars, there's been a lot of funny reasons that people have tried to fight me over oh, the years. Oh, fight you. Oh, fight yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, am... you hustled them on that on that ball. No. Yeah, you stole their money they on the ball. Lies to it. No, honestly, it's usually it's typically not men that want to fight. Well, me, I would but, fucking hope so. But I mean. <laughs> that happens too. I mean, hey, I can hold my own. She's she's six foot, born on a beef cattle farm. She can hold her own. You know, it's sure. a, it's a sad day when you get socked in the face by me. I'll tell you that. That girl can cowboy. Me. I'll tell you that, what. That girl I'm sure, can some cowboy. of those guys at the country club would pay for it, but yeah, honestly, they would be very much interested. Mm-hmm. But when I first started working at Caesars, um, I had worn i had like these like high-waisted shorts on you know and like mom jeans kind of stuff it wasn't even i mean th- these were before my mom days but it wasn't even like mom jeans but like my butt what do you think more like daisy dukes oh, daisy yeah. dukes daisy type of like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah my butt cheeks were yeah. out a little bit i mean she's was, talking about her waist but really she's talking about her butt cheeks. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 my ass was out a little bit <laughs> Just, hey that's, that's a <laughs> That's, that's a strategic play. That's a strategic yeah. play. Listen, if, if, I'm making tips, okay? If I was allowed to do it, I would. You don't think I would? I was born with an ass like an angel, and and I'm not oh allowed to flaunt God, it. Please never. <laughs> not allowed to flaunt it, Hope. You know, that's I got a big old tukus back here, you know? Now, see, so, if you, it, wearing something like that, though, I feel like you're inviting the customer just to keep forgetting things that they need, so you have to keep walking back and forth from the kitchen. Mm. Yes. Um, men love when I bend over. Uh, I will say that for sure. Would you drop anything intentionally? I do not. I mean, I am going to get the tip anyways, oh, okay. so like, <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have to work it that hard. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah. I work it. I, I like that. Enough, but, I like that. She 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 knows that the that uh that the leash is only so long, right? You're yes. not gonna give them yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah. They gotta yeah, have a reason you, to come back again. Yeah, you gotta keep them in check. You gotta keep them wanting more, you know. <laughs> um, but this it was a night that I was I was having people over at my house afterwards, you know, and there were these two girls that were trying to come over, and I don't they were some of they were like some local college girls or whatever, and I was like, no, like. 
I'm not trying to have you over. Like, I just, I just wasn't feeling the vibe or whatever. Shut it down. I'm not trying to have you over. Yeah. Whatever. So this girl ends up like, has her clothes on the bar. She's like, starts trying to fight with me. And she's like, you know, you you fucking stupid bitch. Like your, uh, your shorts are too short. Like that was her. (laughs) That's what she hits you with. Yes. That was her. That was her main argument. (laughs) That that, that was her big, that was her thesis. That was her big, that was her big closer. Oh yeah. And this, I mean, this led to this girl and her boyfriend trying to fight me. What? Yes, as they are, as they are being taken out of the bar. <laughs> are you sure that this wasn't another cuck situation? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it happens, but no, yeah, fighter, I don't think fighter, so. Baby. This girl was like genuinely mad at me because my shorts. Were so how does short. it get resolved? Well, she was mad because you didn't extend the invitation. I think she was mad because yeah. I wasn't gonna let her. And that's the one thing. That I wasn't gonna she, let yeah. her come to the house, yeah. but they seemed too young. And to be fair, I was nineteen, but I was like, no, <laughs> you can't come over to my was house. Was she the? Was she the, well, I mean, honest to God, you start in the, the restaurant business at 11. By the time you're 19, you're actually 35 in I'm restaurant grown. years. You know I'm what I mean? Yeah, point. no. I'm you're a grown ass grown. man at that point. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. God. That's what I'm saying. I can handle my own, baby. <laughs> grown ass woman. What am I saying, grown ass man? You don't, I don't I even need did, to be projected like that. Hey, grow no. a vagina, man, okay. all right? Yeah. I mean, I'd have to imagine 19 year old you had a bigger swing and dick than probably most of the people walking through the door. But my dick um, is very large. I will say, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very bisexual sometimes. I have to ask you. You could could especially tell in those short shorts. I was gonna say, how do how do you tuck it in? My balls were out. How do you tuck it in? Do you do you tape them? Do you tape them? Um, it, it's called the tuck, and you just you just really fucking grip her underneath. Really, you clench, yeah, it. You clench it with the butt cheeks, and it's called a mangina. I, I love I love wow. how you refer to your wow. dick as a her. That was my favorite it, part. Yeah. Right? you just grip it her. It puts the lotion on it. The vagina is a he. The dick is a her. That's He's a hunter. Funny. She's a tucker. Dear God. Oh Jesus Christ. Well, well, how did that get resolved? Did they just run out of steam? Because a lot of a lot of people love to. Uh, I love to talk about how they're going to fight. They love to do the like, oh yeah, man, oh yeah, oh, yeah man. Like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fuck you up, and then the next thing you know, they're running out of gas and walking away to get a pizza. Uh, so, security did kick them out, but ah, they they were mutual fun. friends of the guy that I was kind of like hooking up with at the point. Um, they were like mutual friends of him, which is why like, they thought they were gonna get an invitation. Probably, yeah. Right. But I was like. I was like, where the fuck are these people? Like, as soon as I closed the bar, I was like, let's fucking go. Like, I'll pull the fuck up. Like, let's get it. It's going to be a, a showdown yeah, in, no, in the streets of Coffeeville, Kansas. Actually, the funny thing was I texted one of our other friends and I was like, uh, what's like, what's the fucking address? I'll beat her ass. But my phone <laughs> autocorrected and said, I'll eat her ass. Yep, there it is. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that could have turned right. into that situation really quickly, And I was too. like, you know, fuck it. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> well this is the other thing ass, you know then i'm gonna eat it this is the other thing is is there was clearly some confusion on that girl's part she did not know who she was fucking with but um what a transition what a transition to question number eight <laughs> the ocho the sexy lexi sex stories oh, the bar man. business always breeds a lot of uh friction close quarters uh, give us some of uh, some of the legendary tales you've seen in your day or experience, or just the legendary tale. 
Oh, man. I mean, honestly, again, there's a lot of stories that I could give you here. Um, one of the funnier stories was at Caesars again, in the apartments upstairs. We were all, you know, drinking and everything one night, and there were, like, a bunch of different bedrooms, so everybody just kind of passed out, and... Thank you, Michael, for stopping. Thank you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Nobody actually like lived. What do you mean bedrooms? There was this. There were. It was just a bunch of rooms. There was like one kitchen, and I think it was like four different rooms, and then there was like one room that we had like all of our different like costumes and shit that we would wear for like different occasions. You know, costumes. The the owner was very into us wearing costumes. Like we had. Like How have you buried the lead on and, costumes you know, until like question that. eight here? Okay. I, I don't know. Somehow I managed to navigate oh God, away okay. from. Would that. these be like? There themed? were a lot of yes, it was themed. There were a lot of skimpy costumes that I wore. Um, there Fantastic. was like the Super Bowl costume. It was like a little little shorts and like sports. Yeah, like a little like, like some uh, long socks and sneakers. Yeah, yeah of course, was, like uh, the cheerleader the kind of vibe, sports athlete yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, that's. There cool. was like a right. beer maiden. You know, I still have that costume. Actually, I wore that on. You could come and guest at Das Beer. Hey, you could come guest at Das Beer Hall. Come out here to Baltimore. We got a block party coming up. Hey, you make that good, good money. (laughs) (laughs) You make that good, good. Give me the flight out, and I'll be there. Uh, I still have one of the like Christmas costumes, and there were like some Valentine's costumes with wings. Tons of costumes. Anyways, tons of apartments upstairs. Gotcha. Um, Gotcha. I don't know why I was picturing. I'm I'm sorry to keep interrupting you. I don't know why I was picturing this building being much smaller. This is like now it's this is big. a bigger. It's like a big building. Yeah, it's like a big building. And it's like almost like an apartment, like like a small apartment complex, right? Or like a block. It's like a I whole mean, city no, block. It wasn't, it, no, it was it was one building, and there was the bar downstairs and upstairs. And we're not talking like individual apartments. It was. One I got you. I got you. But just like one long hallway and, and a big bunch. Of yeah, floors. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a like bunch of rooms. one big kitchen, and then like a hallway, and there were a bunch gotcha. of different rooms. So everybody is like up there. We're all drinking one night because after we closed, we would all just go up there. Um, everybody passes out. Whatever. Apparently, one of the guys. Have, was so fucked up that he was like trying to use the restroom whatever went into the corner and was like just like whipped his dick out and was pissing in the corner while the owner of the bar it's like this older lady and she was like I just like had never seen a dick this big oh okay like, <laughs> this story took like, a whole different direction here <laughs> I mean we're talking about sex stories like she was she, just like she was like I she wasn't even fucking, upset he was pissing yeah she the starts whole to pissing thing <laughs> goes over her head like fuck the wait, pissing wait not thing. literally I'm, I'm no, assuming obviously not a golden shower not a golden shower situation we're talking like the whole fucking dick out pissing situation goes over her head she's like wow what a large dick i'm like i don't understand how you just disregarded the fact that he's just like pissing in the corner of the room because apparently it was that big apparently it was that big well, that's I mean, how you know. Like, it w- I feel like on, I could a- even have that reaction. You know what I yeah. mean? That's like, how you. I'd look- be like, "Hey, but oh, wow, nice." Yeah, like uh, nice. Okay, I mean, that's, that's how you fair. know it was that big. Do what you want? Somebody get him a bucket. He's gonna be yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big dick energy. For sure. I'm sure she. I'm sure she walked up and she was like, "Where did you get that hose? Oh, yes. Oh, oh. wow. Oh, it's like that. It's like that. Yeah. I see. Dear God. Yeah. Okay. 
Interesting. So what happened with this owner and this young man? Yeah, did this guy get oh, kicked out? This woolen, this woolen no, no, no. Dad, so this, man. I mean, this was when we were. I mean, this is coming from the same place that like we would close and we would still let people be hanging out in the bar, mm. and like I was had lit up a joint and we're like all drinking still like closing the bar and cops <laughs> come in and uh shut us down mm. and see the, the, because the way your stories have been going i wouldn't have been surprised if it'd been like the cops come in and have a drink you know and... i mean <laughs> man that's a huge wiener we're gonna have to shut you down we're gonna have to shut you down because the fire code does not allow this many people and the a wiener that big to be in in a building large. like this there's nice not scene. enough space was, for that wiener that and all yeah. these people. We're going to have to get everybody else. It's the <laughs> cock to people ratio is just <laughs> off. Absolutely off. It's an um, imbalance. But they, no, get that was, woman and her cuck husband in here. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> no, they, they, were, like, they weren't even doing anything. Honestly, the guy at that time was like pining over me. Like it wasn't, they never ended up doing anything. It was just like, <laughs> in the corner of the room and she talked about how big his dick was and it was uh, see, a now, hilarious I'm just, story i'm just wondering if that's like uh if that like because he was probably a relatively young gentleman at that point in time mm. i wonder if that's gotten him in trouble at any other point in his life where what is he's just huge? like oh, I, I, can, I can just whip this thing out anywhere and nobody's gonna say anything you know what i mean probably honest to god if i had a if i had a dick that was cartoonishly big I would just you drop would it on people's shoulders. I would, I would just I would, walk yeah. up behind I, honest him to God, the car. I would not I be just, able to hang out with you. I would flip oh. him. I, I would just put it right there. Just put it right there. You know? I'd be helicoptering that bitch around. Like, if oh, I had a dick right. for a day, I would just absolutely be fucking helicoptering that shit around, and then I'd just be fucking as many bitches as I can. Oh, my God. ridiculous. Oh, my goodness I bet when, gracious. I bet when that guy gets into a fight, he doesn't even... Even need he just takes chunks. his clothes off. He's like, he takes his dick out and he starts swinging <laughs> around, and people are like, "I don't want none of that, brother." No, 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 no. I've got a baseball bat, but that thing is that's ridiculous. I bought a baseball bat to a giant dick fight. You know, that's Shit. not not what I was I ready mean, for. All right. To be fair, there were a lot of things that happened in the upstairs apartments of that. Ah, uh, I can imagine. It sounds very um, unsupervised. Oh, yeah. I don't know about uh, you, but lesbian but, action. All kinds of shit. So I don't know about you, but I love Halloween, and I'm always a love sucker Halloween. for costumes. My mother is a theater director, so I always grew up like being forced into plays in a ton of costumes. We always had a costume box at the house. There is something liberating about being in costume where you you automatically have more fun. You act like your true, like pure, uh, uninhibited self, even if you're not drunk when you're in costume. It's great. So the idea that this well, bar definitely, had a... definitely if you're in a mask, I would say. Oh no doubt, a mask definitely helps. Yeah, you do what you want. Yeah. Wow, you're a kinky son of a bitch. You have to. Oh, <laughs> I don't know no. why you had to take it there. He's like BDSM, like... BDSM. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, uh, now I have, I'm picturing you in the gimp suit from uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> just get. Oh just man, I'm, I'm in the full leather suit from American Horror Story right now. Yes, no. okay. My, <laughs> my, my, since we're, I'm not going to miss this opportunity, since we're talking about <laughs> costumes and dicks, my favorite 
uh, Halloween costume that I ever had. We had this creepy old man mask with like a big cigar, like really creepy, yeah, yeah. nasty yellow tooth grin, cigar sticking out of his mouth, crazy gray actual like, you know, wig hair coming off of it. And I just had a trench coat and I had this giant fake uh, rubber dick I bought from Spencer's <laughs> and I stuck it in my pants. It was a squeaky dick too. Oh, no. and, and I had a trench coat and I just ran around and I would just like open it up and then just run away. Oh, I, fl- I accidentally flashed a cop car and two cops drove by and they like, stopped in the middle of the road and pulled up next to each other and they just drove away and they were probably laughing their asses off yeah, but here's one thing hilarious. i will say the women love that costume more than any other costume i've ever worn yeah, and they couldn't see what t- i looked like it's funny I, yeah but funny. it was more than that i would come out on the dance floor like intentionally trying to be creepy because yeah, i thought it was yeah. funny and they would love it and they'd reach over and grab my dick and what was funny is too when you pull it there was like a goofy smiley face on the head if you pulled <laughs> it just right you got to see it anyway i'm sorry i couldn't wow i couldn't miss that opportunity i'll <laughs> put know, we'll put a, we'll put a picture up we'll put a picture up this week i Do still you have, actually that have one yeah i still have a picture i would love to see it's, a, it's actually my spotify uh profile picture and I still have that dick, oh, and yeah. I, one of my favorite he things. He said, "I still have that dick." <laughs> I still have that. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do is to play fetch with my I brother's dog Simon and just throw it in the yard. He's just running around this huge cock and balls in his mouth. My brother oh, hates it. Mike, all right, I'm sorry. I just you know the resist. other one that we obviously got. I don't think we've really talked about this a ton on the show, but when um, when Mike and I first ever started living together, we are living in this big um, colonial row home down in north central baltimore we used to always have you know a ton of parties right get a yeah. couple of kegs invite everybody over especially our bar friends and we had a big halloween party one year and uh we were trying to for weeks come up with what are we going to do as a costume what are you going to be well there was f- yeah, four of us every- main guys living together yeah and we're asking yeah. everybody in the house and, and finally we settle on roommate. we settle on the idea that we're going to do the red hot chili peppers cock socks where we're all going to dress cock up yeah. with the red hot chili peppers football helmets that say red hot chili peppers on them and then we're also going to all go completely nude and just wear a tube sock on, on our Davis, right? And Fuck just, yeah. like, do the damn thing. So yeah. we have this big party, and we're all wearing different costumes. And finally, I'm like, all right, let's at round midnight. it up. And we, it's at time. Midnight, because we, we, at were midnight, also, we, we were doing a costume prize giveaway. We gave contest, away some bottles right. of liquor. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, that, that was has the best sock on the car. Well, <laughs> wins, we weren't taking the prizes. The prize. Yes. Yeah, so we're about to, we're about to give out the prizes. I said, let's all rally in my room. We go up there and we all get into our cock socks and our football helmets and we come walking down the four of us drunk as hell, naked as hell, socks on our dicks, right? Now, what you Mike is looking at, I've seen with on- Socks on cocks. Socks on cocks and cocks on socks and and rocks on cocks and socks on cocks. Rocks on cocks and socks. Exactly. Very Dr. Seussian. But um, uh, Mike is mortified right now because he knows what I'm about to say. Uh, Oh, no. That was a very very appealing costume with the ladies as well. And I think, Mike, we need to put up that picture uh, this week along with – uh, uh, the pic, you know, the picture that you're saying of uh, of yeah. your scary mask and and the and the rubber well, dick because the famous scary mask and rubber dick. The famous thing about that party is that Mike got so hammered that people kept walking up and ripping his sock off, and when he would go to bend <laughs> down to pick it up to put it back on his junk, 
he would like lose his balance and fall over. And after about three times of trying to put the sock back on, he just said, fuck it and walked around. No, that is a hour. blatant yes, lie. That is a blatant yes, lie. I know no, you are. No, no, no. Dude, we, we've got on this category. We've been catching. The summary of block is flowing, but that is an absolute. And I'm sorry, I'm looking at the levels right now. I know I'm yelling at the microphone. That's a blatant lie. No, it is not. No, no, no. I'm sorry, but if we're going to talk about this, I'm getting this on. I'm getting this on the record. What happened was we're talking about cocks out. God damn it! What happened was. I we all wore our different costumes until they quit fucking Snapchatting me, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> or if you're gonna Sorry. do it, use our Snapchat so I have some content. But anyway, what happened was I was so nervous about getting naked in front of all these people that I knew and worked with that I got fucking shit faced drunk. And we went up there. You got really drunk. And we we changed. We put on the socks and the helmets. We yeah. came down. Everybody was like, "Oh, huh, this is funny." And then you know we handed out the the gifts and everything. And then next thing I know, I turn around and, and Steve and Tom and Nick are all back in their other costumes. And no, I'm old. Mike, I never yes. changed. No, Mike, no you're I right. Never. You didn't. Steve, you're right. I, I, I never changed. I you went the change. rest but, of the night. But, but Nick and Nick Tom, and Tom were both back in their costumes. Nick and Tom and I was bailed. like, what the fuck? And they were like, no, man, like, it was just a joke. And I was like, by that time, I got so drunk. Mike was that indignant about it. I didn't care it. anymore. You're committed. So I was just walking yeah. around, and just my sock only out. got pulled off twice, and I never just went free balling it, motherfucker. In but Mike's at some defense. point, at some point, one of, I think it was Tom came up to me. He's like, he's like, hey, Mike, he's like, uh, yeah, pe- people are leaving. Could you could you put some <laughs> pants on or something? <laughs> but it was it was actually your brother Steve who pulled my sock off, and then uh, Anna, not your yeah, well yeah, uh, but a girl named Anna pulled it off in front of everybody. That was very. What is that about? What I do is remember it about women going topless that is okay, and men going sockless is not. No, okay. that's not okay. <laughs> yeah, I completely you. agree. Hold on, I completely you. agree. We need, we need to we need to um start need normalizing. To we need to start normalizing hanging dong, okay? No. Just in general. No. Cocks out. No. Yeah. Unless you're at a beach that says... Cock out with your cock out. No, please put them away. <laughs> keep keep them where they belong, all right? <sighs> so anyway, God, we've really got off the rails here. Yes, what are we all at? right. Uh, everybody's sex stories. With their cock well, out. no, no, hold on. <laughs> Speak, speaking of hazing, as in ripping Mike's cock sock off... Mm-hmm. No. Um, my only nine. regret was My only regret was that I didn't have my ring in that night. Uh, Number nine. Oh fuck you! Don't you say okay? You're the motherfucker who's brought it up on this podcast multiple times, and I know you're the one who's always blown up my fucking spot. That's not why I'm saying that. I just know we're gonna go on another tangent. That's the only reason I said okay. It's done. All right. So question number nine: hazing, pranks, and games. Steve and I's favorite uh, (laughs) character category. Character. 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 Category. Category. I'm all flustered. This is our favorite category. He's flustered. I yeah. Uh, I don't know what's happening. I knew I should have got it. I unsettled him. I unsettled him for sure. I'm telling you, it's the Kim Crawford. (laughs) It is. This was a sneaky choice, Hope. It was a sneaky choice. This is why you have to drink this shit at home. (laughs) Hey, my bottle's gone, by the way. She does. Both of our bottles are gone. Yeah, we crushed both bottles. This is our favorite category because truly... if you've really worked in the restaurant business, I mean really worked in it, not worked in it in a month, not worked in it even six months, but like really put in your dues, you know that there are so many lulls where you got to make your own fun and you have to build that morale and team camaraderie somehow. And you don't know how you're going to do it. 
so you come up with stupid games and hazing and pranks. So yeah, you have now, any and I just examples? want to jump in. I just want to jump in, Steve, because on the other hand, you could have been a victim of one of these pranks mm. on your first shift and decided that the 100%. restaurant service industry was very not common. For you. Very, very common for sure. I mean, we have already touched on this already. You were talking about leaving the empty bottles. Yes. Um, somebody's definitely doing that to fuck with you. Absolutely. Well, because you, you can see how like upset he'd get. Yeah. And just flustered. Oh, oh yeah, and no. All red in the face. That's the thing. Even, okay. his, even, his, even his head's turning red. You if know? I know something <laughs> agitates somebody, that makes me want to do it 1,000% more. So You're an asshole. I, You're no, an absolutely. You know that? I'm a bartending bully. That's Ooh, what I would okay. like to call myself. Um, bartending bully, TM. Uh, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We're making the shirts and we're going to make money off that. Okay? Yeah, we'll, we'll kick you a little bit. We'll throw you a free one. Oh, a fraction. I get a fraction of it. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of things people do. I like to. I just like to fuck with people. When I first started working at Jolly Fox... One of the servers, like three weeks in, was like, "Yeah, so um, where from the UK is she from?" Because I talked in a English accent. No, you for didn't. Some, like, yeah, I, oh I, sometimes God. I just like to talk like that. I don't know why, but <laughs> just a good time, isn't it? <laughs> sometimes it's just fun to talk like that, isn't it? It's a Tuesday, isn't it? In it, the in it was good. That was good. <laughs> in it. So he legitimately like thought that I was from somewhere in Europe or the UK. Somewhere for, like three weeks. Like he asked, nope. he was like, "Where is she from in the in Europe or the UK?" Somewhere <laughs> in Europe. He didn't have the gumption to ask you though. No, he asked somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he did ask somebody else. Somewhere in Brighton, Amy Moss is uh, rolling her eyes as she listens to She's your shitty angry. ass, <laughs> shitty sorry. ass uh, British accent. I do, oh, I do, ap- I do apologize for my shitty accent, but I've, um, I've given my best effort, and uh, I, have I really to- hope that you respect it. I have to <laughs> respect it. Respect it. What was that? Was Whatever. that a we, little bit of? We learned, yep. we learned from Amy's episode too that she loved to fuck with people too. Yeah, it's the book, the bookshelf bathroom. Yeah, yes. I, I think Amy would approve. I think Amy would approve. Amy, I, I hope that you appreciate I, me. <laughs> I mean this sincerely. Of all of our guests, I, I, I you know, I'm well, generally. I, to get everybody so I used to be. I used to be a recruiter. I have a, a general knack of matching people together, whether it's friends or just like uh, business people. I, I, I seem to understand how personalities mesh, and I'm telling you sincerely, I actually think you and her would cut it up, man. <laughs> There, well, the, the, Amy, if you want to be friends, the two of life. you are cut from a very similar cloth. You, you don't take no shit. That's like Fuck your, no. that is like the Number galvanizing one. point between. And you both you have beautiful take... British accents. Absolutely, uh, uh, one more than another, but um, no, I think I think both of you in, in some of the stories you told talk uh, definitely uh, touch on the point of being underestimated and l- really getting off. On turning that on people, oh, and she yeah. she talked a lot about that in her episode. She loved that part, uh, like that part of what this industry provides her is like a platform to be like, oh yeah, you don't think I can be this? And that so she told us a great story about ta- spearing her manager and tackling this motherfucker yeah, and breaking one of his ribs. 
And that was like, she thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And I just love that. Fucking hilarious. I mean, beat anyway. up on people sometimes. So I totally understand. You gotta right, do so it. That, so that's great. I love that. Because that's kind of uh, hazing and a prank at the same time. Because the guy, yeah. he was he was a new guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really good. So anything else? Is there anything else you would like to you, you'd like to do to new uh, employees, or maybe a game that some of you and your fellow coworkers just have? when you're bored? Yeah. Yeah. Especially like at Caesars, bored. I feel like there's something at Caesars that you guys might do when you're not particularly busy. We first off, I did a lot of shit in that bar that shouldn't be allowed. And um, above it. Yeah, and above it that. Yeah, there's a lot of secrets I could tell about that place. Um, we did a lot of line dancing in Caesars. Oh like God. I'm talking like songs would come on and I'd be like, fuck yourself. I'm leaving the bar for five minutes to go to this line dance. And everybody would just have to like, sorry you... about you because all of the bartenders are on the floor dancing. So, so... You, so you, you actually line dance? I, I mean, occasionally, yes, I will. So uh, explain because we do actually, we actually do have internet. We have a lot listeners. of listeners that can't un- even Please begin explain to understand what line that concept. Is. Um, I don't, I don't, it's like group I'm dance. Like, it's this is, this is some to, left boot think, kind of shit right here. Let me yes, tell you. Yes, <laughs> this is some left boot shit. I'm trying to give the best explanation that I can. It's a group of people. It, of like, it's the whitest thing you've it's ever white, seen. It's white as fuck. Think of like a flash mob. But yes, that's a great country, yes. a countrynized version of a flash mob. Everybody knows this dance to this song. And, and you st- it's like before Corona even. You stood six feet apart. Yeah, everybody stands <laughs> like three or four feet apart and you do you do the exact same little dance and it's that's what and it it's, is. Not- it's like a flash mob, country flash mob. That's a great explanation. I've never heard it yeah. described that way, but that's perfect because people, everybody's seen a flash mob on YouTube, right? Yeah. The difference between uh, line dancing and a flash mob is in a flash mob, every now and then you'll see a guy do a backflip. No one is ever going that crazy on line dancing. I've it's seen backflips in a line dance. No, Thank see, you very you much. You don't know what you're I've talking seen about, some Steve. Absolutely you need to get back to your Kansas crazy roots. crazy motherfuckers do some crazy shit. Boots well, I was going to say, I feel like line dancing is very limited. Get down, on the- <laughs> turn around, go to town, boots scootin' buggy. It really is. It's the whitest shit, though. It's you, so white. It's the whitest way to dance. Like, everybody knows Not the Not to same- discriminate. Yeah, everybody like- knows the, the steps. You, yeah. you all stand, you know, it's several feet dance. apart the guys like have like their yeah. their hands in their pockets until they yeah. clap <laughs> it's like square dancing like modernized it's even it's dancing. even more square than square dancing square. Though, right? very square <laughs> at least in square dancing you get to touch a woman okay and line yeah, dancing they're touching other men <laughs> you know back in the day if they had the cupid shuffle it would have just been right foot right foot Stomp right foot, right foot, stomp because they didn't have left boots. So. It is, uh, you know, they it, didn't but it, have it, it, the left boot. You're right. Have, <laughs> but for for reference, it is like the Cuban shuffle, you know, or the Macarena even. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, those are line dances. For yeah. sure. I love that, yeah. and then dude, it's great. You know, uh, the I think the best bars in America are the bars where. Every now and then the bartenders stop working and there's like a point of camaraderie where either yeah. the bartenders are all taking a shot together or they're doing something Hell together. Yeah. Yeah, or coyote ugly kind of or shit. They, yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, they get out <laughs> oh, with, yeah. they get out with the crowd. How man, many, they how make many it. times have you been up on the bar while you were working? 
I try to refrain from getting up on the bar, but I definitely do take shots with customers. Um, whenever you want to buy me a shot, I'm always available. It's good and, to know. Uh, it's good to know. Bonus on, content coming up. Subscribe to the Snapchat. Depending on how large the tip is, I will get on the bar. Thank you very much. Oh, well, that's also <laughs> okay. good to know. All right. Well, um, you have made it to the final question, Hope. I am. Wow, 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 uh, wow. I would say proud, but that's not the right word. Impressed. Uh, by all of these amazing stories is probably a better way to describe it. Number 10, firing and quitting stories, or as we affectionately call it, getting 86. That's right. Hey, was that good enough for you, Steve? Did you like my passion there? Your voice sounded a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> sorry. You I'm shit. sorry. <laughs> He's so mean to me. How dare you? Be nice to him. Look at how much work he's putting in. I love him so much, but I, I really do. I, I cherish him. And that's no, not, not something I say about a lot of people. But um, also, you know, go fuck your life, you fucking mm-hmm. piece of shit. Bing bong, fuck your life. I mean, he has me sitting on a fucking futon in the yeah. middle of Asbury, Missouri. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much... Is your Asbury getting sore? Is your Asbury getting sore? Is your Asbury getting sore? I mean, I'm chilling. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Listen, I know you want to 86 yourself from this situation, but uh, come on. Firing and quitting. Firing and quitting stories. Um, so, well, to be fair, to be fair. Pitter patter. What's the chatter? Come on now. To be fair, I think there's a there's a lot of instances. I don't like putting up with people's shit, so there's I've gotten fired once, and it was definitely I was at a not great point in my life, and I had a lot going on in my personal life. We'll say, and there's you're on you're on edge. You're on I edge. A, I was listen. I was already on the edge, and they, these motherfuckers were pushing. They me. pushed you. <laughs> they pushed <laughs> they were pushing me. An inch or two um, too far. That's all. Yeah, just a little too far. And this girl like was basically was like sharking tables. Was like taking tables. Ooh, that she wasn't fuck that. To, like, That's yeah, the yeah, worst. If you, I mean, if you're not in the industry and you don't know what sharking is, it's basically like taking tables that you're not supposed to, or taking regulars that you're not supposed to. Like you're sharking my tables. Like you're taking you're my tables. Stealing money know. is what you're, you're doing. That's what you're doing. You, you're fucking with my money. And that's exactly what I said. Um, and not the nicest way. And I told the girl that she was fucking with my money. And um, I probably wasn't the nicest about it. And I ended up having a conversation with the manager afterwards. And just from the way the conversation went, I was like, you know what? Fuck this place. So I ended up, you know, fired, leaving, same kind of situation. But that was, that was probably the only bad, bad situation that I've had. Honestly, I usually try to leave places on good terms. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually pretty nice with people. <laughs> now my only I, question is, did you wait for her outside? I should have. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely should have. Um, she was fucking with my money. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I uh, I kind of wish that I could hear the actual words that were said, though. Uh, that's I mean that's basically what I did say. I said what had happened. What had happened was she <laughs> <laughs> she was like um she was kind of new and in, in the 
place where she was working and she asked me like how she was supposed to ring something in for a certain table and I was like, why are you ringing that in? Wait, so she was even new. Yeah, she was kind of new, too. Oh, and like, wow. she, yeah, that, that, would, that would piss you off well, even more. Well, she had been there for a couple... She wasn't new-new, because, you know, I have some leniency. And, you know, she wasn't completely brand new. I wasn't like, oh, you don't... Like, you're brand new, you don't know this, fuck you. Like, no, that's... She had been there for a couple of days, and she had worked in different departments before. Like, mm-hmm. she wasn't just brand new. She had worked in different departments. But still, before. in the level of seniority, she was beneath She was She was tadpole to my shark. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. Um, Whoa, but she was like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, how do I, like, ring this in? And I was like, well, why are you ringing that in? Like, that's my table, you know? She's like, well, they just asked me or whatever. Oh, I hate that. So listen, there's yeah, two yeah, types. Yeah. There's two types of sharkers, right? They're the sharkers that are aggressive in, hey, fuck you, you're slow. I'm taking your money. I'm taking that table. They asked me, yeah. I'm gonna do it. Like, and then there are the ones that play dumb. I'd mm-hmm. rather have somebody I'd try you to just sh- tell me. Goddamn right. I'd rather have yeah. you try to shark me and be an ass about it because then at least then I know right out the out the gates we're fighting. Right. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna, sure. and I'm coming after you. But it's it's worse when you try to play dumb. I hate it when people try to play me like a fool. That's the For worst. Sure. And it was like a situation that it was like people. It was like regulars of mine. So it was like I like I know that they didn't ask you to ring some shit in. But like if you were over there and you were like, can I get you know if you were persistent asking them, they probably would have given you a drink order. But mm-hmm. I was like. Yeah, I mean, like, why the fuck are you even ringing that anyway? It's like you should tell me. Like they've they've been taught. Like you should mm, you should tell me yeah. this shit. Whatever. They're they're so she's, I was yeah trying to play dumb, trying to play dumb. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. She's just kind of trying to play dumb with me. So I I might have went off just a little bit. Well, and that's just a little. Yeah, no, and that's understandable. And um, it also kind of makes me think because I know the majority of the people that have reached out to us um have been servers, bartenders, people that can relate to the show but we actually have had some people reach out to us that are not in the service industry mm, for that enjoy the show and they've actually had some questions uh i'm gonna give a shout out i'm not gonna use the full name i'm gonna give a shout out to kevin really quick uh he hit us up and he was asking some questions about uh, bar etiquette and by the way kevin as i already told you you did a fantastic job you're a wonderful guest please keep going back to whatever we want more kevin's we want more kevin's more kevin's for sure um But I think this is kind of interesting, too, because this is something that I always am very self-aware of whenever I go into a bar or restaurant. Like, sometimes, um, like, the bar's full, but you're just going in for a drink. You're not going to go and sit down and have a meal or anything. Like, you you have to be very conscious of, uh, if you're sitting down at a table, are you taking a server's spot in line? Is it okay to go and get a drink really quick at the bar and pay the bartender and then just sit there and leave? So there, there, it is weird because you could be fucking with somebody's money at that, that point. That goes back to like shit that people don't understand when they're not yeah. working in this. Yeah, misconceptions. Absolutely. Is, is if you come up to the bar and you're like, oh, like I want to get this and this drink, and then like you're like, oh, I'm gonna open a tab, and then you open a tab, but then you go sit outside. And you sit at, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's a server's section that yeah. you're sitting outside in and I don't like I'm not going to come outside and serve you mm-hmm. yeah. so then you start asking the server all night for drinks and then like you're fucking you're yeah. fucking with our shit because exactly. then you, uh, my server's serving you all night but you are under my tab at exactly. some point I'm just going to transfer your tab to my server and just make it easier that, on everybody exactly that's a simple one we maybe don't talk about enough on the show is about the set the way that um restaurants and bars are sectioned right yes. like i think that's something that's really lost on 
the non-service population. Like, yeah, if you because you're not, and, and I understand it too, because you're not paying attention to that. You're coming in there, well, you're going to pay, you're going to tip well, and, and you don't necessarily know exactly how this, you know, the system works. Yeah. Hell, just like with you, Steve, uh, DOS, you guys all get uh, split tips. That's well, yeah, very, we all work together. We all work together. Yeah. But I will tell you this. One of the ones that is consistently an issue with DOS is because we get such high volume and we are two floors. You'll have people open up a credit card in the basement or upstairs and the systems ring together, right? Like we can serve you anywhere, mm-hmm. but the checkout process becomes difficult, right? So it, it's one, two, three o'clock in the morning. We're rolling. We got a couple hundred people Hopefully in not there. Three o'clock at the, the bar. I mean, come on, man. And you're, you're going to get yourself in trouble here. No, no, I'm just saying you're belligerently drunk. We're trying to kick you out. And you're saying you have my credit card and you opened up a card downstairs. Downstairs. Yeah. And I don't yeah. have your like, shit. I and, don't have your credit card. And like, I'm confused and you're confused. You're so, confused. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I think like, like spatial awareness is what you're talking about where that's like yeah. super lost. And all three of us right here have worked at so many different bars there is not a bar that I've ever worked at that has sectioned their tables the same. It's always like you it's get half separate. the bar and some of these high tops, and then you're yes. gonna be over here. It's yeah. always, it's yes. always, it's always such like a clusterfuck how we section things. Okay, and so, so really, really quick before we move on, Steve, I do want to ask, what's the best remedy for that for somebody who's not in the industry? You know, in the situation where you're not sure where you're supposed to sit, you're not sure who you're supposed to order from. What's the, what's the proper protocol? It's there? a simple if you rule. Order from the bar. Ask like, do I need to close out with you, or can I keep it open, or anything She's, like that? She ask makes questions. a great point. Hope, hope, I couldn't agree with you more. But that, in my opinion, that's that's question number two. You know what question number one? Like, or not question number one, but rule number one is. Rule number one is pick a fucking seat. And sit in the goddamn fucking seat. Okay? Move it. Oh, my my Christ. Don't get me started. These people that are not just touring the menu, but touring the building. I'm going to sit in the bar. I'm going to sit at the table. I'm going out into the patio. I'm going outside. It's like, I'm going to walk around. I'm going to have a few drinks in the bathroom. Like, no. Listen to me. Be an adult. Pick your seat. And sit in the goddamn seat. And if you want to stand up, stand up. But I better have a card for you. Or I'm going to ask you for one. So that's rule number one. And hope is right. Rule number two is just ask. Just ask. Say, hey, should I close out? And and I don't know what this aversion to closing out is. That's the other thing, right? I don't know. I generally prefer that if you're going to run a tab, keep the tab open. But it makes it easier. If you feel cavalier to move about. You also should feel cavalier to close your card. Like, what's the big deal? I'm not like scamming you. Yeah, you, but you, I'm not if gonna you're gonna charge go to... you a fee every time that you close your ship. Yeah, I'm no, trying Steve to. Will. Steve will. <laughs> no. He tells him he's like, by the way, we've got like a five dollar charge no. every time you open a I'm card. I'm trying to yeah, help that. No, we don't do that. Like, <laughs> no, they no, don't I'm... do it either. Steve just tells them that. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I would just to get a little extra cash sometimes, you know. Well. <laughs> You know, you got you got to be hustling, as we said. You got to be hustling, 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 hustling. But uh, all right, bravo! You didn't just get through it; you got through it with um, class and style and a lot of sex appeal, frankly, in, well, in a lot of those answers. Sauvignon Blanc's hitting hard. Is that what it is? She she, um, she, no. she gave the gauntlet her old left boot right there. Let me tell you <laughs> <that>. <laughs> so true. Yes. So true. Well, um, I hope it was fantastic. We we have a few questions to bring it home. If you can 
uh, humor us for a moment. We like to do to a little cleanup at the end of the gauntlet. We call it the how's our driving. What we really want is a recommendation from you. This can be um, about a question we didn't ask on the show, about food or drink that you're really enjoying recently, or a restaurant that you love. Um, you know, we're always looking for great recommendations on anything like that, or or maybe even a bartender that you would recommend to be on the show. Um, well, you're trying to keep it clean, but I like to keep it dirty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll plug my local bar that I currently like to hang out at. Um, while I do work in Pittsburgh, Kansas, I usually hang out in Joplin, Missouri, and I spend a lot of time at Whiskey Dick's Bar, which is... Whiskey Dick. Which is pretty much owned by bartenders and opened by local bartenders and is open almost every night. And it's like the local spot to hang out. I have a lot of fun there. I love the bartenders there. Um, If there was anybody there that you guys would love to have on your podcast, they would have some fucking great stories for you. Who's the one? No, 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 no. Who's the one? So Jake is an owner of Whiskey Dicks. He would be a great one to have on here. Um, I also currently work with um, Kelly Morris, who uh, works at XO in Joplin. I work with her at the Country Club and... She works at EXO Club. That's a in cool Joplin. name. And like that's, e- yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like, like hugs big... and kisses, right? XO? Yeah, 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 like XOXO, hugs and kisses. It's or like, like the big executive club. officer. <laughs> Everybody always has the misconception that it is a strip club, but it is not. It is just <laughs> it's a nice club to drink at. But she's the bar manager there, and I went to okay. high school with her. She's pretty cool. But Solid. I have a lot of I have a lot of stories about whiskey dicks, but I'll I'll save their reputation. Well, <laughs> for oh, the bar, <laughs> the bar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> God damn it, Steve! Uh, fuck off. <laughs> you got a lot of story about <laughs> not, whiskey dicks. Oh, just... the bar, right? Yeah, I mean, if you want the you want the short story about the long story of whiskey dicks, is people drink too much whiskey and it's just not a good time for you. Yeah. So, um, so Kelly and Jake. Kelly, Kelly is from EXO. And Jake's from Joplin, whiskey dicks. And so Jake is from whiskey dicks. Let's pin them down. Let's so let's so you know the, the invitation has uh, been extended. I hope they won't be mad at me for. Uh, <laughs> uh, we can always edit their names on if they want. Yeah. Their local places, but I don't now, think they will be upset. So. Now, one other question here, and um, this is something Mike has added, is maybe the favorite song that you have to close this down is a what, bar. Yeah, this a was lot your of recommendation. People, this was yours. A, yeah, a lot of people like to do Drunk like bastard. closing time at my bar, unfortunately. Unfortunately, and I say this with a lot of angst right now, we play Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas every single night when we close. That's horrible. Yeah. It's well, the it worst. gets people to leave the bar, yeah. No, that's funny. Um, I'm very good at telling people to get the fuck out. So, um, I do like to play closing time just because that's a classic and like everybody understands at that point, it's time to get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. But also I'll just start playing my own shit at that point. Like when I start playing some real like EDM, Oh, she's she's a dance kid. Are you, are you a candy like, girl? Maybe we should get out. I'm not super super into the EDM scene. If you start like playing that, EDM, but... I don't feel like I want to get out. I feel like I want to double down. I don't know. Some people, especially in Kansas, want to get the fuck out. Oh yeah. <laughs> some people do want to stay and hang out with me. It Which, since we're on the topic of music, you got to pick your three songs for the industry night playlist. Yeah. Check not that this out on second. our Spotify not profile. No, I'm not. I'll, I'll just chill there. the fuck out. They're, just trying to plug it for the people here there will be some plume 
on there. Some flu. Fantastic. Right, Fantastic. Flu while we're, while we're on the topic of music and we're shouting out some of our regular listeners, I got to give Regina a plug. She torched me on Facebook and reminded me that closing time is not by Third Eye Blind. Yeah. It's oh. by se- it's yeah. semi-sonic. I knew you Classically, were wrong. Classically, yeah. And I, I want to, you know, the pod gets late. I get drunk. You know, I'm not a music guy. I should really leave the I, I should really leave the music factoids to Michael because that is not my strong suit. I can barely get the movies right on here, and I'm a film buff. So, um, anyway, thank you, RG. Thank you, RG, for keeping us straight and on the narrow. Um, and thank you for listening. Okay, last question, Mike. Tee her up for the wrap up. Yeah, teed so up. we got a couple. The country club bitches getting teed up. Okay. <laughs> God damn it! I'm glad I didn't buy a third bottle of wine. That would have been a mistake. All right, so yeah, me too. Couple, Two was enough couple... for me too. <laughs> got a couple closing questions here for you. Okay. So the first, why do you still do this? AKA, why do you fucking hate yourself? God, I do fucking hate myself. <laughs> Honestly, it's the people. Um, I very much enjoy shit like this. Like I wouldn't have met you two motherfuckers and been on this podcast had I not been bartending. Still, uh, it leads to good connections, fun, fun stories. Um, Working in the service industry is honestly one of the best things. Like life would be boring uh, without it, right? Life would be boring. It's mm. like a family you make with people. It's it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how close knit that it can be, but it's it's a uh, it's a lot. There's of fun. like a well, pulse and, to it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, and working in the industry, you know, um, everybody not everybody, you know, not the Westboro Baptist Church goers, but you know, <laughs> everybody else, whether you're a, a you know a lawyer, country club goer, you know, whatever, you know, some gutter punk down the street. Everybody likes to go out to the bar and have a good time. And the service industry people are there providing that good time. So you kind of get to see that that weird conglomeration of all these different walks of life. Mm, I also think sure. <clears throat> that's why it goes back too, to the your first pet peeve about when people treat you like you're less. When it's yeah. like, you, you don't understand. Like, the reason I'm doing this is because I'm actually enjoying what I, enjoy I do. It. it might be stressful, you know, but I make pretty decent money doing it. Yeah. And I get to actually enjoy my evenings like and enjoy my people. job. That's the main thing. Yeah. I love the people. Except for those assholes. Except and they for... And they can go fuck themselves. Honestly, even sometimes I love the assholes. Like, <laughs> there are some people who are real crotchety and assholes, and, like, that's just their personality, but, like... Absolutely. You gotta love them, too, sometimes. Yeah. They, they make for... They, they have entire categories on this podcast dedicated to them, so... Mike and I had a... Value. Mike and I had a bartender back in the day named Sam at a place called The Diz... <laughs> D I Z Z, a great D-I-Z-Z bar in Baltimore Diz. That, Diz. that is now shut down for health code reasons. <laughs> It'd be like um, that sometimes. It's probably because they invited you, motherfuckers, in. <laughs> yeah, but no one I've ever ordered a drink from was meaner to me than Sam, and yeah. I just kept coming back. I loved I it. Oh, yeah. I could just I see loved... you sitting there, yeah. like a little kid standing in line for Santa Claus, just big That's smile right. on your face. Yeah. She's just That's right. Be, be mean to me and serve me whiskey, Sam. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's like sometimes I'm mean, sometimes I'm nice. Just depends on what they want. A little bit of sweet and sour. Right. <laughs> All right, Hope Hines, what a gal! Yes, if you opened a bar, what would it be called? Or what? Would or the what theme would be? the theme be? It would be called the Lucky Penny. Whoa! Okay. okay. 
Love yeah. that name. You like that? <laughs> I really no, I, I really don't do. Steal I was not. It. Nobody I didn't think you had it loaded it. up like that. We don't like have that. enough money to open a bar. Don't yeah, worry about that. Don't, don't steal <laughs> wow, the me. Lucky that's, Penny. That's a that's great been name. In the making, that's been in the making since like freshman year of high school. I'll tell you that. It's okay. A, it's a good name. Me and one of my one of my people I went to school with, we uh, came up with that shit in like one of our computer classes in freshman year of high school. It was first okay. some project and I was like, that's the best name for a bar that I've ever heard. Is there a driving theme or is it just like a stanky dive? I think it the the driving theme would be that like you would hope that you would get lucky, but like you're probably not going to, but like at least okay. there's that little sliver of hope, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 Dude. what it's all about, right? Maybe yeah. you'll get lucky. Do all the servers and bartenders wear loafers? One penny in each. Yeah, I think they should. No, come on, come on. No, you do need to have some. You need to have some uh, state gambling games in there. You know, a little bit. There's got to be some. There's got to be some kino, some racetrack. You know, hell yeah, for sure. Just to just to give it a little bit of flair. What about bar like bar games like pool or? Oh yeah, pool, uh, shuffleboard, shuffleboard, cornhole, cornhole, <laughs> cornhole. It's right in the bar, Absolutely. right in the bar. I love cornhole, it. horse races. Listen, you're talking to the girl that has a horse tattooed on her forearm. Horse races. Oh, is that right? Is <laughs> well, that right? She does. Well, I can hope... confirm. I can confirm. Oh, good God! She does have a horse tattoo. What's the horse's name? His name is Thunder. Thunder. Now, was this a real horse? Is just this is my horse. Okay. This is this is my horse. He's alive and kicking. No. Well, right well on hope the, right on the farm here in Asbury, Missouri. <laughs> hope I can't she, wait to. Oh, meet we, you. I didn't tell you at the beginning, but she actually rode him over here. I he's, did he's, not he's park, ride he's my horse right over here. That's why, hope she, that's I, why she was so. Late. I could have. To be fair, I genuinely could have to rode my fair. horse here. To be fair. To be fair. Well, I can't wait to do this right. We can break some bread. I want to. I, you know, I've been dying to go to Toast in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Um, yeah, I've never been. I want to go been, too. They've been an awesome. And one of the support. only places you can eat brunch and listen to Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've been an awesome lunch. supporter of the show too. And um, so I, I'd obviously love to meet you in person next time I come out. I cannot meet your horse because I'm deathly allergic to horses, He's and I will die. Are you? Okay. Get too close okay. to it. Well, yeah. so we'll skip the. <laughs> We'll skip the horse time, but we'll get some whiskey in. And um, okay, my God, toast. <laughs> you have slayed this. Thank you for coming on. Of uh, course, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, plug plug your bar one more time because I want I want all the people in our in our Kansas and Missouri listeners to know where they got to go. I'm gonna plug the bar one more time. Currently, I work at Jolly Fox Brewery in Pittsburgh, Kansas. If you want to come see me, I will obviously make fun of you. <laughs> I'm also gonna plug my family meat store one more time. If you want to come see me at J Bar H Meat Store in Joplin, Missouri, I'm also there and running all of our social media and marketing as well. Oh, so nice. hell yeah! Hit me hell up. Well, you can if you want. You can start doing it for our podcast. Too. Please yeah. do. I hate it. I hate it. So much. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how far we get. <laughs> All right, people. Do, do the listeners get a discount at the meat store if they mention the podcast? Um, if you happen to mention the podcast and you mention my name specifically, I will personally give you a discount at J Barney's Meat Store. Hot yes. damn. You heard that. <laughs> All right. The the promo code is Mike's Cocksock Does Not Fit. Okay. Uh, now That's put that meat in your mouth. Fuck off, motherfuckers. It's been a pleasure. 
It's been a it's been a pleasure. Hope Hines, everybody, and Kim Crawford, Savignon Blanc. You want me to do your parts, and I'll do your parts just do you for want fun. To do that. Okay, hey, fine. everyone! Thanks for listening along. We hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, I'm Michael. My uh, I have a stupid face. If you did like the show, we release new episodes generally every week whenever um, we can. Big shout out to our friends at Trauma Parlor. Fantastic band. Outstanding. Man, they can fucking rock. True rockers to their core. Their song, Fast One, you've heard it throughout the show. And if you loved it, which I know you did, please go check them out on Facebook and Spotify and show them some love. Are you proud of yourself, Steve? Did you enjoy that? I don't hope. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, gave, I had to give hope one of the earphones because you're just you're so precious. You're so precious. Hey, everybody! My name's Steve, and I got a bald head. <laughs> <laughs> and bald men have more fun. Anyway, if you want to be one of our regulars, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BRP Drinkwater. You can listen along on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, YouTube, and Spotify. The Bartender and Podcast. Please be, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review because uh, Mike and I really need the personal validation. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm from Kansas. If you want to be one of our VIP listeners, please subscribe to the Bartender Rant Podcast on Patreon. VIPs will always have a seat at the bar. You'll get access to our bonus content. Have a chance to vote on new episode content, if we ever get around to that shit. <laughs> and you'll receive a 10% discount in the merchandise store, even though that will dip below you our margins. <laughs> you, you kind of went prospector there, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Some people might find this offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, they can't afford uh, Spotify or, or any kind of technology to listen to. So if you want to be, oh fuck, if you want to be a big tipper... A.K.A. one of our Bozels. Feel free to make a donation on PayPal under the Bartender and Podcast at gmail.com. Mike and I do this no, because no. Steve and I do this because we love the service industry. We want to bring you great content. But unfortunately, this is not our day job. Uh, with your help, we can keep the stories coming and interview local bartenders from one state line to the next <laughs> oh, i like that state line <laughs> and state as line. always mike you do you might do my parts don't just listen along oh drink along <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> if you or someone you know is struggling with alcoholism or substance abuse please contact samhsa's national helpline at 1-800-662-HELP that's 1-800-662-4357. Their national helpline is free, confidential, 24-7, and 365 days a year. Look, we love you guys. We really appreciate listening along. But more than anything, we want you to stick around. And you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself. So if you do need some help, please reach out to their national helpline. If you're an international listener, please just get online and find a helpline or a help center near you. And as always, Steve and I are happy to talk to anyone. If you, if you need just somebody to, to talk to or vent to, we're happy to be there for you. We can't offer you any professional help, but we really do appreciate you guys being a part of this podcast, and we want you to stick around, and Steve and I are happy to help in any way that we can to make sure that that happens. So thanks again, guys. We love you, and we'll see you on the next episode.
this futon is a little, you it's know. It's pretty shitty, yeah. There we How's that? Yeah, okay. that's way better. It's <laughs> not too invasive. I also fucking have a slipped disc in my back, so, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, trying to chill, you know? Yeah, no, I, I want you to be comfortable. That's, that's what it's all about. This is, like, some fucking uh, Brazzer shit. Walking in with the fucking futon and the microphones. <laughs> What do they call that? The it's like the black couch. What do they call that? that the casting that? couch. Casting couch. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, none of that here. <laughs> I walked into some fucking casting couch. Shit. Futon in the RV. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> We should, I should film some You're of my... You're missing some quality content yeah. right now. Oh, don't worry, it'll probably make it in. <laughs>